Hello and welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast about the movies from the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper. With me is recent divorcee, Clay Williams. Damn, you'd have to call me out like that? Shit, I thought <laughs> I wasn't going to announce it yet. Listen. God damn, Jack. That was under lock and key, brother. Do folks yeah. like announce divorces like they do engagements? Like, is that... Right, I wonder. They should. Mm, be vulnerable, but... you know? I love divorce people. Yeah. What if they I just sent them. cards, like in, like a mass email? You know how like sometimes you get emails like, "Oh, Jen and Tim got married" or whatever. Right. You're invited. Right, right, right. What right. if it's just like Jen and Tim got divorced? Right. I would love that. I love Give that. I would love that. Yeah, just be open about it. Yeah. I I love that we're imagining this now. Like it's an invitation, as if it were an engagement party or like a wedding reception, and it's just like be with us, party. yeah, divorce party. Right? Would you guys go to a divorce? I would party just to sulk or or you it, know just well, to like speak about it. Yeah. Well, it depends. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to go to a divorce party where we're just drinking and being miserable. I would want to go to a divorce party, and be like, right. we're finally done. We're free. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be a sense of like, like, like Nicole Kidman, the picture of Nicole Kidman sure, getting yeah, divorced yeah. from tom cruise where she's mm-hmm. like you know um yeah that's the you can see the catharsis releasing yeah yeah, just, yeah 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 the release of it is like oh my god he's gone like there's like a, f- a yeah. 50 pounds off your back where you're just like oh i yes. can like oh i can like move again i can mm-hmm. like just feel yep. free i don't want to be yep. i don't want to be with the like the dude who's like you know she left me and you know i don't no, I, don't, I not- understood and yeah. i didn't understand yeah. No. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to like a sulk party. Like I want like like it needs to be a party. You know. <laughs> it needs. If it my, needs to be. If I put out a divorce a card. Party. I would just say I'm divorced. Yeah. Get me shit. Like buy yeah. me things. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably, you do need shit again. Like, right. They're taking just, house. You know, right. The yeah. assets are being split up. <laughs> like you. This is a good idea. Yeah. We should. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this is a, a divorce. Is this, is this a new business? Fall back yeah. On. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. if film criticism doesn't work out, untapped market. Yeah, yeah. that's this the alternative. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have wedding registries and like baby registries. It's just like a divorce registry. Divorce registry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nicole Holson or herself would endorse that. I do. And it's interesting though. Like her last two movies have been about divorces, and it's it's interesting how it's like you know she's very clearly written directed movies that age as yep. she ages and like now i think she's yep. like 60 is she a daughter of divorce i don't i'm not sure but i know she has been she, divorced herself it's a little bit like Noah Baumbach. Herself. yeah yeah she did the Noah Baumbach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah remember remember what's the story what he wrote what movie did he write to like marriage story divorce or no no no, no margo at the wedding movie. No, 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 no. He wrote, he wrote, um, why do I think he wrote like Madagascar or something? He possibly like, could have. Oh, isn't that Kenneth Lonergan though? Oh, maybe it is. Maybe or are we mixing up animated movies that acclaimed writers have done? I'm pro- No, he wrote Madagascar 3. Uh, You're most wanted, you guys. He, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. To pay for oh, his divorce? That, I think that's like the joke. I don't know if that's right. I'm like, how much was Jennifer Jason taking? Jesus, just like give me all of it. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Took him for everything. She's more successful than him. Like, absolutely. He gave DreamWorks a call. It's like, guys, she was an existence for God's sakes. You can't take, (laughs) you can't take more than half of your an existence. That's Mm -hmm. impossible. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Good luck. Good luck trying, my guy. Right. God bless. So I did find out that God Nicole's bless. parents divorced when she was one years old. Oh, wow. Interesting. Fascinating. So she was like just living as a child yeah. of divorce. For so she life. is a daughter of divorce. Like yeah. She is a baby of divorce. Right. Yeah. She okay. is an oh, wow, original baby. DOD. Yeah. She kind of, she like originally. Department of language. Defense? Daughter of Divorce. Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. No, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would just be funny if it was... She's yeah, an yeah, original yeah. Department of Defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like that joke. That's the only time I hear that acronym, no. so I was just like, okay. No, that's true. It? It's sort of like that joke in The White Lotus, like um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge thinks that BLM is Black Lives Matter, not Bureau of Land Management. Yes, it's like yes, the funniest bit she, ever. Oh, and the guy that she's dating, she's like, he worked for... <laughs> <laughs> so good uh Kim. man season two of that i know that that show is i think my favorite of last year it's so good yeah. and michael imperioli is gonna be in yeah 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 season two hey lulu Which... richardson yeah. hey girl i love him <laughs> um and Haley, yeah and Haley, and aubrey plaza, aubrey plaza good yeah. for, good i love how coolidge yeah. is the only one returning i think Imper- yeah. imperioli he's, he's, he's back yeah. imperioli going to the white lotus mm-hmm. <laughs> he's checking in yeah yeah the king is back he's in some hulu show that he was like because i follow him on instagram and he has he, a great he instagram some, he has a perfect instagram he is like constantly up in his comments like whenever people are like why aren't you more like christopher and he's like because i'm not he's like because i'm michael and he's like he's he's like an ally to everyone mm-hmm. like he's like he he's constantly like he'll post like a trans flag on like his grid and people will be like christopher would never <laughs> post this and he'll be like why don't you go fuck yourself and it's so ugh, i love him but he's gonna be in some hulu show that i guess i'm gonna have to watch mm-hmm. because i love him yeah and we support we love him we support we love uh yeah there's there's like some interview where he's just like you know, I just, I just love to act, and it's just, yeah, he's just, he just seems very like so down funny. to earth. Like, there's, there's I'm, a moment in uh, the television show Girls that he just pops in for like an episode, and it's just like, oh, he's getting hot in here. Like, he's like a writing mentor to, to Hannah, and it's, just, I don't know, it's just like his presence is so, especially I, he's aged incredibly well. I want to have a yeah. board meeting with all of the auteurs of Hollywood, and. Put a gun on the table and be like, all right, we're going to figure out a way to cast Michael Imperioli in some things. Now, uh, I think I think that is you got to put them in like the saw bathroom and be like, you have right. you have you have a day to come up with an idea for a movie. And you guys are writers, right? Write something. Yeah, literally, yeah, put I'm them like, on the spot. Write. Yeah, like, just write. It can't be like, that hard. What? You can't write? What are we paying you for? Maybe you deserve to have your hands cut off. I'm just saying. You should cut their hands off. <laughs> I, I threaten their hands they so they can't write. So they can't. Write. Yeah, they can't write. They can't write if they don't have hands. So yeah, Game over. Yeah. Oh Literally. my god. No. Game over, bitch. <laughs> what if Jigsaw was like game over, bitch? That would be great. I would maybe watch those movies. Maybe over. they would have You're... an alive franchise. Yeah. If you can deal with the gore, which is a very big if. They're kind of fine. They have the mm-hmm. most bizarre, like, world building and mythology to those movies that That's are what just. I've heard. Yeah. It's so deranged that you're just yeah. kind of like, I, I, I guess I'm watching this. Yeah. Right. People love them. I know someone who has a saw tattoo. Yeah, a sat- I'm a tattoo. Yeah. Are those yeah, are those people tattoo. like a tattoo? Are okay? Are they well? 
I just want to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's. Is it just of Jigsaw or is it like a carryout list? I can't remember. It is. I always, because it's like, it's like, I no, you know what? I'm not even going to insult them yeah. by, um, by implying that their tattoo is anything but the tattoo that it is. And if they listen to this, they can correct me. Um. <laughs> if you have a Carrie Elwes tattoo, I fuck with you. I just want to, mm. Jack, Absolutely. Jack mentioned that. And I'm like, I fuck with you. If you have a Carrie Elwes tattoo, That'd be pretty. wherever be it may be. <laughs> love him. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Come on. Uh, if you guys got a, a tattoo of an actor, do you have an idea? Like Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Like his face? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like where? Oh, so many places. Um, okay. <laughs> Just all over? You want like a Ben <laughs> Multiple? Hey, have you seen oh. Linda's Steady Habits? I just realized. I, I, I need to watch more things, all right? Don't, you're, you're already attacking <laughs> me and I don't love it. Um, I know. Yeah. I know. Did I get in the middle? Did I get in the middle of an actual divorce? I know. Are you guys getting divorced? <laughs> yes. Please give us things. I know. Give me a something. lawyer. A lawyer is like popping in any minute. Buy um, me things. I will yeah. take any kind of payment. I know. Truly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I listen. With your registry. I feel like this episode has really started. Like Clay's already brought up threatening violence. I'm already recommending things to you. Yep. Like I'm not threatening violence. Yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> You said you'd put a gun on the table to threaten. Oh, that's a, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about. That. Well, that's that's, but that's the, the name of justice. Right now, that's I never threat. I didn't threat justice. them with anything. I just put it on the table. I'm just like, here's a gun. It's on the table. Do of that what you will. James yeah, Gray, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> How has Quentin or Mar- or Scorsese not just been like Michael Imperioli? Like he. Well, well, he's he been in like Goodfellas. Famously, yeah. he was in Goodfellas. He's been in several Spike Lee. Like, you know, I guess there's that. He was. He's been in some Spike Lee movies, um, but Scorsese needs to come back to him. That's mm, what we need to do because right. Goodfellas was famously before any of us were born. Um, and I don't know. Famously. I think I think those two gotta get back together. I, you know, I yeah, he, he you all. can see a world where he's like popping in for like a scene, and it's just like absolutely kills and it. He, yeah. Like, Feels the whole thing. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in um, he was in One Night in Miami, mm-hmm. and he was great in that. Yeah. He was really good. He's he's fabulous. And I'm he sure was. if you asked if you asked him about it, he'd be like, "Oh, I just loved working with Gina." <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, he would. I bet he's he's so cool. Yeah. Like he, yeah. The last like movie he did with oh. a tour was Spike Lee in. Do you want to guess what fucking film? Ooh. It's one of it's one of those films where you're like, oh yeah, Spike did direct that. Jeez, is it the Michael Jackson documentary? No, I don't. I don't know. That'd be funny though. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was like the David Byrne show, mm. like the filmed Broadway show, and um, which Spike did direct? I love like Byrne. in the crowd. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's like I love David Byrne. This is these are terrible. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Because it's like hey, completely walk in here. That's about well, it. That's all I can do. He doesn't talk like Chris. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't talk like Christopher. Yeah. Um, nor does Jim. Like a, nor does Jim. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. Um. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about Imperioli. Soprano mm-hmm. alum. That's, that's the theme of this. Have you guys? You guys? Do you guys watch the Sopranos? Are you guys? I. I guys yeah. Sopranos well, fans? yes. I, I. I adore the Sopranos. That was a pin. That was an early pandemic watch, I think. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I have seen one and a half seasons. Um, okay. 
the first season I love. And what's stopping you from watching the rest? I have horrible viewing habits. I have okay. awful okay. viewing habits. Okay. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, know. Um, I don't know. I just can't get back. I, I'm I'm bad at watching television. And that's Do we need I to go in a breakout room and talk about your Sopranos right. watching? Yeah, we need to. We need to discuss. We right. need to discuss how we're gonna fix this. I stopped. Um, I need to put you in the saw bathroom. Right. Oh God. Um. I stopped at the fucking uh, John Favreau episode where Michael's or like Christopher's um, is like, oh, great I need ass. to work with, I need to work with John. I need, you know, just. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, you gotta watch. Now, he was in his maid era uh, when he was. Yes. Christopher's uh, uh, screenwriting career does have like a complete arc. Yeah. Like it comes back around. If you watched more of it, you would know. <laughs> Maybe you would know. I don't appreciate any of this right now. <laughs> if you had a better viewing habit. Anyway, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just to let you know, the movie I was referencing but... earlier was Old Boy. Spike Lee's Old Boy. That's the last oh. real movie he's been in. He was in that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, he did. We can that. cover that. Yeah, yeah. No, we can't. Yeah, you guys should do that. <laughs> no, we can't cover it. I New said rules. we can cover it. I didn't say we should cover it. I didn't no, say, I didn't... no we're, we can't. New rules. No, no old Bro. boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. It could, be, it could be a curiosity. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to say. Yeah. Maybe, we're, maybe we, yeah. they were all More wrong and it's like good. Maybe maybe, maybe next year for his 10-year anniversary. I don't know. I'm throwing things out here. Oh, my God. that's not a terrible idea. I know, I know. No, no bad idea. We haven't Lizzie done Olsen's any Spike, so like you know, like, Lizzie you know. Olson. Oh, really? Yeah, she plays. Uh, what to do with Spike? Josh Brolin's uh, daughter. Yeah, Spike has like so many movies out this decade. He has like five. Movies, I know. So. Yeah. I know. But um, yeah, why? What, what's with what's with the lack of Imperioli love? That's the last mm. like a tour, a tour movie he's been I agree. in. Twenty thirteen. He does a lot of theater. Fellas. He does it all a lot of theater. I guess maybe. Oh that's... fuck theater! He does a lot of theater. He has. <laughs> he does a lot of theater. He has a band. I yeah. I I do be keeping up with his the antics of the. He has a Sopranos or he did. I think it's over because they did all the episodes. But he had um, a a Sopranos podcast. Had a yeah. Sopranos podcast talking. No. Talking Sopranos. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, is it is that what it's called or am i thinking of like the amc talking dead talking oh soul, yeah yeah all those i can't remember like everyone has like um, a like that's the cool new thing with the entourage a- actors guys. talking about uh i've been listening to the it's always sunny podcast yeah me too yeah yeah, yeah it's it's, it's great. great yeah they're yeah great. they have such yeah, good they're chemistry so yeah they're so funny yeah, they really do they're Apparently, so genuine the entourage podcast is just them saying Yes, this was homophobic, but you know it was oh a different God. time. That's like most of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And like everyone in that, ca- well, I guess not everyone, but a lot of people know in that cast have like been like, <laughs> they have Jeremy Piven. I mean, Mm-mm. come on, you know, like a friend of mine took an acting class from Jerry Jeremy Piven. Oh my God! And I and I asked and I asked, so dude, what was that like? And he's like, oh, it was fine. Like he was barely there. <laughs> He was just okay. like kind of just there, and he's like, "Hey, act better," and then he left. And that sucks. yeah, well, I mean, mm. comparatively, guys- it sucks less than him being Jeremy Piven. It's true. That's true. Being Jeremy Piven is like the ultimate like crime. Do you guys remember when he was? Um, this is like many, many years ago. I don't know why I remember this, but I think I was in high school, middle school, something. He was in, he was supposed to be in a Broadway play. He was supposed to be in like the revival of a play called Speed the Plow. And he had to bow out because he said he got mercury poisoning from eating sushi. 
and then he wasn't Michael. in it. I know. I know. That's so. Know. He's just in a ton of television. Tragic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He was like fucking. He was in Hawaii Five O for like four episodes. He was. He was on a Zach Braff show for ten episodes that lasted ten I episodes. Like that. Fascinating. I like that. Yeah. No, he was on like Lucifer for <laughs> two no episodes. For me. What's going on, Michael? I don't yeah. like any of this. Yeah. He was in the Japanese breakfast. He was in that really great Japanese breakfast music video last year. Oh wow! Um, and she was like, "He's yeah." And God, he, he's so cool. He played like her. Yeah, he played like her hot like husband. Like mm. he's like a deadbeat like hot husband, and she like spoiler she kills him at the end of the video. Yeah. Um, but I remember her saying that he's her favorite actor, and Aww. I was like. Let's get something going here. Mm-hmm. I know you're a musician, but like figure this out. Blue Bloods, can... three episodes. Project can... Blue, Bl- Blue Book, whatever that is. That's three episodes. I think shows that my grandma watches. Yeah, I, I just I just think he likes to act and he'll just take any job, but that doesn't yeah. mean he's he's like at a career like tri- like down spike or anything. Yeah. I think he just needs to get like in a Duplass movie or like a like an Andrew Bruchowski, oh like something Anyone. very small that he can crush. Yeah. Like, you know, pop up in Barbie. Like, yeah. All right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to like a Safi brothers movie. He would kill that. Exactly. Like, I'm yeah. sending a, yeah. ma- all right. So I'm good. sending a mass email to all the tours in Hollywood right okay. now. Thank you. Finally. I'm just setting up a meeting. I'm getting yep. a gun. Yeah. We're, we're going to figure this out. Get, get on Google meetings, like get them all yeah. in the room. Seriously. Can we I can go- figure this out. Truly. We can figure this out. We can we're doing a Zoom out. call and I just put a gun on my table and they're like, <laughs> we're gonna you have to, like, you have you to adjust the camera. <laughs> you have to adjust the camera for them to see the gun. Yeah. If like, one of you disagree, like, I'm going to fly over to wherever you are in two to three business days and then find you and then maybe shoot you. Yeah. You better run. Yeah, exactly. Like to you... the computer and start writing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> guys i'm right next door to you you guys are all in la i'm in portland i am right next i door. feel like there's so many actors i would do that for like just mm. like cast yeah. them make them like have them do things I like i know i don't know man like there's so many good ones that are just like stuck in television and like not even good television yeah i know it sucks it's unfortunate it's crazy that okay doesn't it blow your mind that Laurie Metcalf and Don Goodman are on The Connors? Like, they're just like... That's still going? Acting for like, yeah. Yes, and they're just like acting for like like people over the age of 60 every single week. Like, And, and two of our finest living actors just, I mean, mm. it blows my mind that there's a show that they're both on that comes on every week and none of us care. <laughs> Bro, I was so... Why are we going to watch that? I was so sure that show didn't exist anymore. It no, it exists. Um, I am here to tell you, as an employee of TelevisionGuide.com, it exists. It's been going on since twenty eighteen. Yeah, because it was it was like it it was like the Roseanne spinoff, right? And Roseanne, and then Roseanne went off the deep end, yeah. died or something. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> and then I think they literally killed her in the show. They did. So funny. The plot synopsis did, right? is family members of the matriarch after or like blah blah blah, centering on the family members of the matriarch after her sudden death, or whatever. Uh, amazing. Mm. Yeah, and then they rebranded as the Connors, and I guess people love it, but. I don't know. I was I've been watching season two of Hacks, and Laurie Metcalf just showed up on that, and she is so 
fucking funny. Yeah. Like she's she's so good. She should have an Oscar. I'm just Bird, I'm just frankly. starting season Let's one. Throw that out there. Yeah. I, really? I'm really loving I love it. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm glad. Jean Smart is a treasure. Yeah. Oh my god, protect her. Yeah. Protect Seriously. her at all costs. I love her. Um she's so good on it. Well, this is Micro Imperially cast, and uh I guess to start things off, we would like to go over anything that we've been watching recently. Allison, would you like to start? Okay. This? Well, Zach, you know we're both in better call fall land. We are in um, New Mexico right now. Actually. We are yeah. literally in Albuquerque. Yeah. We are ready to fight for Kim Wexler's life. <laughs> um <laughs> I have my gun out. And I am there ready you go. To fight. Yeah. I- Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan will be hearing from us. Mm-hmm. If- oh my God. The 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 back pay in therapy that those two owe me just like like they should be paying for my therapy period but if anything happens to kim that is not immediately fixable they the gun is coming out um that show is so good i know i, I know I, I mean it's the complete package yeah yeah it, it has it all yeah um what else did I, well i was watching i i caught up on I've now seen all of Nicole Holofcener's movies yeah. that are out because I realized that I had only seen this and Can You Ever Forgive Me, mm-hmm. um, which she wrote, not mm-hmm. directed. She was supposed to direct it famously yeah. um, with Julianne Moore, which is like the movie that I wish we could still see. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy, I did enjoy Can You Ever Forgive Me a yeah. lot. And Mary Heller's like, and coming off of Secret oh my God. or uh, Diary of a Teenager. And then, you know. Another like, great movie. Yeah. I know. I like don't regret. I know like some people are like, I don't like this movie. Like, I wish we'd gotten the whole off center version, mm-hmm. but I do like the version we got. Yeah. I'm just, I'm interested to see what it would have. Both been versions like would have been, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, just release it. Just mm-hmm. release it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I just do it again. No, she just do it all over again. Um, like, I watch so much TV too for work that I. I am like trying to remember what movies I've seen. Um, I'm watching The Staircase, not a movie, mm. but it's good. Yeah, is it like trashy good or okay. is it good good? So it's 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 interesting. Well, oh, uh, Tony Collette in it, right? Yeah, Tyson, yeah, yeah, very funny. Um, very funny that she. Yeah, it all relates. Mm-hmm. It all relates. Um, she is great on it. Yep. She dies like they kill her like 25 times on it. Um, 25 times, 25 ways. <laughs> Um, it's, I was just talking about it with my friend because it's like, it's this weird mix of like being actually really good and like not knowing that it's being like funny too. Like, I don't know if it knows how kind of like kooky it is, like, like at these certain points, I don't know. Cause like, it's, it's so funny because they're, you know, they're trying to, they're doing something that has already been done. Like you can go on netflix.com and watch the staircase mm-hmm. the original documentary, the documentary. whatever you yeah. want yeah so they like have to do something like a little different and i actually think that they are i i i don't know it's this weird thing where i'm like some of it is kind of whack but like some of it is actually it's good and like the, the performances are so good colin first doing an american accent is insane to hear i mm-hmm. cannot get used to it but he's really really good on it um michael stuhlbarg is on it he's really mm-hmm. good um yeah i'm like weirdly loving that even though i'm not a big true crime person was it true or is it just yeah it's a true it's it's a true story yeah this guy like got i don't even know so my mom is like she's very 
earnestly believes that he didn't do it and she's mm-hmm. like glad that he like got exonerated and she's like she's like he did not do it and i don't know how i feel but it was like this case where this guy who was like an author and he'd like run for office he'd like run for like local congress i think or something um he like got arrested because his wife died and he he was like she fell down the stairs and it was like this like gruesome thing where it's like all this blood was on the wall or whatever and they were like you did it and he was like i didn't do it and it's it's just this crazy thing and i think mm-hmm. the show is does a cool thing where they like they show all the w- things that could have happened like they show all the different scenarios um and they show all the different theories and they kind of explore what they all would have been like ha- like if they are true it's like the show isn't taking a stance i don't think mm-hmm. i haven't I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched. I haven't watched till the end yet. But it's not really. I don't know if it's making a claim that he's innocent or that he's guilty or something. But it's like here's here's what it what we think it would have looked like if she had gotten pushed down the stairs or if she had fallen or if it was this other thing. Um, it's not limiting options. Yeah, spectacularly. Yeah. 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 Do you guys but, remember yeah. that Spike TV show, a hundred or like a thousand one ways to die? I do remember that. I never watched it. I don't know. Well, yeah, because it's like fundamentally a gross thing that they did, but interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they basically and I think recreate that every death or whatever. Mm. So mm. I think the yeah. show is from Antonio Campos, who we've covered mm-hmm. one of his movies, Christine, and he left me like, wow, I I am like way off of what you're doing with The Devil All the Time. Just like really didn't work mm-hmm. for me. Um and I, never I think this all the time. I, I am I am a huge true crime fan. I have Benoche like, is in this. And, yeah, but Benoche it has a crazy it. cast. Yeah, in it. Um, my it has it. Yeah. Dane Dehan. Dane Dehan. Yeah. Okay. Wrote my beloved Mose Marie Duet. I love her and everything. She's in it. Um, um Kevin Tudor and I's beloved Parker Posey. I I, I saw clips oh of what God. she's doing. She's so good yeah, on it. Yeah. She's so good. She's the aspect of it where I'm like. This is almost too campy, <laughs> but in a way that's really. So that's Parker for you. Yeah. That's Parker. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. She is. Yeah. Oh my God. We should dip her in gold. She's amazing. <laughs> like, she. I'm going to borrow that I'm now. With her. Anytime I'm like, yeah. really, I love a person, I'm like, we should dip them in gold. That, I know, I, truly. Dip them in gold. I know that would, like. Where did you them, get that from? Would, like, make her. I don't know. I. I did you I make that up? Words. I don't know. I thought of awards, and I was like, "That's not enough." No, I love that. <laughs> I, I truly I know. love that. I know. Clay and I's go-to is that we should hand them a trash bag full of Emmys. Uh, that one yeah, too. Yeah. She, trash bag full of Emmys. I think she should. Yeah, she's really funny. She yeah. like her. I mean, the whole thing about like Michael Peterson on the show is that one of the one of the things that like they were using against him is that he was bisexual and which like is not something that I think could be done now like but she is like the character that Parker Posey plays is she's like so offended by the fact that he's bisexual and she's like this is disgusting and like the whole the whole her whole performance is just like like Mm -hmm. she she has this line that like I'm like I wish this show was like a little more popular because I think it would have become a meme but she Mm -hmm. goes filthy and it's so she's (laughs) in court and it's so right, good. right, like right, she, right. Yeah. She has a take. I love it. I love the I, no, idea I'm of how like bisexuals yeah. are these violent murderers. Like you know the bisexual, like this rise in bisexual, bisexual crime. <laughs> you know how they, you know how they're all they do is push their wives downstairs. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're just looking for a new partner <laughs> to push downstairs. 
Yes, there's just been this yes, mass murder spree from these bisexuals. Oh my god, they keep murdering people. It's yes, insane. It, that is legit. Part, like I think part of what got him like convicted is that they Fantastic. that against him. I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but that's hilarious. That's, no, it's, it's so absurd. You see what I mean, though? It's it's yeah. so absurd, and like the case is so absurd, and like um, it, it's. I mean, the case isn't absurd, I guess, but like the 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 things that they were using against him, like sure, this guy could have killed his wife, but the fact that they were like, it's because she did not like the fact that he was bisexual, and he do it retaliated, and that is just so funny. Guilty, guilty, guilty. I don't even need to hear so, from the jurors. Yeah. You can get the fuck yeah. out. Lock guilty. Him up. Well, lock him up. Lock him up. I I have um, Dateline in my podcast like rotation, Dateline. and I think I remember. I, like, like, I don't know if I remember it so distinctly. Um, Keith Morrison, like, uses those buzzwords a lot in, when they covered this at one point. Or it's just like, frankly, she was a mess. And it was just like, like, or something like that. Like, I, frankly, I can't do. She was a mess. I, I can't do Bill Hader's Keith, Keith Morrison. But um, oh my God, no, I, and, I was about to yeah. say Bill Hader's Keith Morrison is so Perfect. funny. She was a mess. Uh, yep. Frankly, she was a mess. He was talking about me. <laughs> um but no this and also you know like this this show is just coming at a crazy time where like every like show that was like in production during the height of covid is is now coming out and like it's just it's just like i can't keep up arnold's kid any good okay so he i was like i was like he's obviously the weak link here like when i went into it um, but you know what? I think the show is so is good enough, and I think the writing is good enough, and I think like the vision for the show is good enough that they're actually making him look pretty good. And like he he doesn't he's like he plays like the 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 son, and he plays like the good son of the family. Like Dane DeHaan is like the bad son. He's mm-hmm. like he's like Colin Firth is always just like saying like the rudest things, and he's like he's like fuck you, Dane. And I I love <laughs> Patrick, my son Patrick Schwarzenegger. Um, I'd feel the and same way. He's actually pretty good. Mm. He's actually, I know. I'm like I do love Dane. Um, I do, I certainly love Dane more than I love Patrick Schwarzenegger. But um, he's pretty good. I mean, he. I really. I I think I stand by the fact that he is the weak link in the cast because the rest of the cast is like so good. It's like Julia Binoche um, and Colin Firth. Oh my god! Like I'm like right. It's like yeah. Julia Binoche is crazy in it. Um, I I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but she fantastic. Is, yeah, she's um, great. I mean, Patrick really has yeah. those good Austrian genes. Like, boy, yep. howdy. I know. And he looks so much like everyone in his family. Really? Like, I yeah. see him, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's almost hard. It's like, I'm like, I don't know if you came out of Colin Firth. You know what I mean? <laughs> no I'm way like, he's you, fucking you brothers with different. Dane DeHaan. There's no way I know, they genetically look so that's different. possible. Like, yeah. you they can't. Look so different. That's just not. I'm like, why did one get the eye bags and the other one didn't? Right. Dane has those like permanent eye bags. <laughs> that's like a part of the so the show's like sense of humor where it's like you know mm-hmm. it's like, like they don't actually yeah. look exactly. Yeah, like exactly. But what if that's like the real kids? That that would be the funny thing. I mean, i I haven't I haven't like compared. I'm sure someone has like compared the way that the the actual kids look to the ones that they cast. Um, Scream I don't think Conference looks that much like Michael Peterson himself. But I don't really like. I'm not that into like the the shows where like the whole basis of it is to just like look at how we made this actor look like this person. Like that's I that's not enough. Mm-hmm. I, like that's that's simply not enough for me. It's truly um, so stupid. Like no one cares. 
I know. I'm like, just, and that's, that's also why I like this show because they're not really making them do anything like physically to themselves. They're just like, just go out there and give a performance yeah. and it's, it, make it that, good. That kind of reminds me of like the people versus OJ Simpson where it's like Cuba Gooding looks yeah. nothing like OJ and you know. Not a damn thing, but that show was good. <laughs> yeah. That show was good. One um, of, I mean, it was good for a Ryan Murphy show. Sure, but right. Was, like the bar I, I is, it. yeah. The bar is, the bar is under the floorboards. Like, you know, it was, um, but yeah. it was, it was, yeah, but I, I I haven't really liked any of the true crime shows that we've gotten this year. I did not like um, The Dropout, which I know everyone else did, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really I'm trying to think of the other ones. We've gotten so many. Yeah. I didn't like the We Crashed show with sure. fucking yeah. Jared Leto. Fuck that. Um, but this is good. So I, I've, is that, the, my, Aunt, is that the Anne Hathaway show? Yes, it is. That doesn't exist. Apple TV Plus. No, it doesn't exist. And yet I have watched i wanted to like the moment i saw those commercials i wanted to like harass people on the street and say there's a show with jared leto and anne hathaway tell me what's the the title of we work right it's like (laughs) tell me the title and tell me the streaming service or i punch you in the knee right and you know what you would have punched a lot of knees that i would have i really would have no one knows what that is even Um, people even people who are like like I talked to I talked to a group of friends who watch more movies than I do, who watch more television than I do, and I asked them, "What do, like have you heard of this?" They're like, "No, I have no idea." And I'm just like, "What is going on with culture? Like, what's going on?" Yeah. There are so many things out now that just do not exist. Yeah, and I think that that is, I don't know what I feel about that, but it is. <laughs> Sometimes we go down like tr- the top ten trending on Netflix or whatever, and we just like oh we read read the titles out, and we all say if we've heard of it or not, and it's sometimes alarming it's one of those things like do we just not participate in culture is this like no but we don't participate in that part of culture and i don't even know what that part of culture is it's these tiktok teens i'm telling you it's these tiktok teens the tiktok teens and like like people over the age of 50 that's the thing there's no middle ground there's no middle ground those are the people who are no place for us in there (laughs) there is those are the people who are creating the algorithm it's people on tiktok and fucking like 80 year olds or whatever our, you know, those our are parents kids. yeah right yeah, literally literally i know because my mom is like i watched this show on netflix and i'm like i have not even heard of that show mm-hmm. but she's seen it she's seen every episode and she's like it was great and i'm like says who says her speaking um, of tony collette <laughs> yeah. my mom one time was watching this so she just threw on this netflix show of tony collette and it's about and it starts off like the opening scene or whatever in the show is how like is like a fucking mass shooting and it's like, oh yeah what the fuck out? is this i okay that came out and i literally i'm sitting here trying to remember the name of it and i cannot remember the name of that show mm-hmm. and then i read the plot of it and i'm like oh i guess that's like a show you can do but it's one of those things where you just see the plot and you're like that's 10 episodes i know what I, another show my mom has seen every episode right but I just you know, I, I just like, caught that in the living room and I'm like, holy fuck, what are you watching? Was, um, this is awful. Was it Australian? No. American. It was American, right? Yeah. yeah. Totally American. And it was hmm. it was truly just like a net it was like one of those random ass Netflix shows and that just it has went a mass shooting. like nowhere. People talked about it for three yeah, and there's a mass shooting at the beginning and people talked about it for three seconds. And then it went nowhere. And I feel like that is so many. Mm-hmm. That is like every Netflix show. And it wasn't yeah. bad enough. That's the thing with Netflix. They're, it's almost like, it's kind of like the MCU in a way. It's like, they're never bad enough where you can just be like, right. 
holy fuck, this is insane. Yeah. This is so fucking bad. Just, yeah. yeah. But they're never, like, great enough to be like, holy fucking shit, this is great. <laughs> you know what was, and I, I, I think what was, what was, like, a good example of that is her and Merritt Weaver, Caitlin Deaver, a few years ago, oh The Unbelievable, yeah. like, Rough Watch, yeah. thought it was really well, wasn't good. wasn't that good, And actually? then, it was good, but then, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't. Right, right. It wasn't it, mass. Like, it was good, but sky reach. thinking about that today, you know? It's yeah. like, it's it was good in the moment and obviously like three great actors, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It, uh, I'm yep. depressed. And <laughs> I think what a depressing era, I, what a depressing era and the, unbe- and on the unbelievable or different thing. Unbelievable has, uh, the director, Lisa Chocolato also directing, uh, the girl from yep. Plainsville, which I've seen. And that is like that? a show that was like, this should be, way better this should be like a two-hour movie Mm -hmm. this does not need to be like eight hours we do not need to stretch this trial and you know what it was was a two-hour movie it was a documentary that already exists yes yes that's a good documentary like Mm -hmm. it's i feel that way about the dropout too i know people really like the dropout Mm -hmm. i could not stand it i i think i I i'm only an episode in but yeah oh i did not like i mean i know i'm in the minority but Mm. i was like yeah she's dance. yeah it's Ugh, like, I I hated that show so much. Mm. I I didn't like it. Um, yeah. I didn't like Pam and Tommy. Remember Pam and Tommy? That's not like yeah. true crimey, but it is like the true true sexy, true <laughs> sexy. Right. That show sucked ass. Um, yeah, I I think Craig Glepsey is not a real person, by the way. I, no, yeah. he's he's um he's a psyop. I yeah. Think. How many yeah. needle drops are in Pam and uh, Pam and Tommy? Oh. Almost as many as are in the dropout, <laughs> I would say. It's very, they're very, they're yeah. like neck and neck Hulu is like showing out for the amount of I know. Uh, music that they can shell out for. Yeah. I know I've been very violent this episode and I'm going to continue <laughs> to be violent. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to get a tire iron. I'm going to go to Craig <laughs> Galepsi and it'd be like, every, you have to do a movie without, with more, less than five needle drops. I'm going to tell you what. Five. He would rather die. He That's would be the like thing. And I'd be able to fulfill that request. Um, mm. But like you, <laughs> come on. After I fucking I, Tanya and I, I Cruella, it's like, no more. <laughs> you don't get Stop. 20 Stop. needle drops. You don't. That is not a thing you can do. Oh my God. Cruella, the needle drops were... <laughs> Cruella. I saw a friend of my a friends of mine made me watch Cruella and I'm like, yeah, this is fair. Mm. Yeah. This is I a fair that. this in is a fair years, punishment. That was my first post pan well, post quote in quotes pandemic. Um post lockdown, I guess. Yeah, yeah post lockdown that uh movie. That was the first one I saw back in theaters and I was mm. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Get me out of here. The, you know who did the score for that? Nicholas Brattel. Yeah. Is something that I do be thinking about it's, all the time, and it's a good score when it, it you can hear it, of course. but you can't of course, hear right, it. But the needle drops the are simply that's the only way you can watch that movie is you have to count how many needle drops there are. Yes, <laughs> and and that is the only thing keeping you. You have to make a game of like it. Coherence. You have to make yeah. a game, uh, yeah. almost, like you have to make a drinking game without drinking because if you start drinking, you'll die. Um, but mm-hmm. you, exactly. But you just have to be like. There's one, there's two, there's three, there's four. And you could also yep. time it like, all right, how many minutes has there been between the needle drops? How many minutes between um, needle drops have there been? And 
how popular was this song? Like, and, and it's always like, it's always an incredibly popular song. Like it's always right. like, they're just right. showing out for like, how many incredibly popular songs and there are like like, motown there this takes place in industrial fucking london and there are like a ton of motown songs and like did you just choose any fucking random song i got so fucking angry by the choice of songs because like this has nothing to do with the era this has nothing to do with the fucking setting of the place there's no it doesn't do anything well with the aesthetic and i just wanted to punch someone (laughs) My gosh. And you would have been right to do that. Yeah. We would have supported you. We would have supported you. We've been we would have been right there. Yeah. Yeah. We will meet you on that battlefield and we will Craig, I'm man. Craig, you're in Chris Terrio. Your days are numbered, King. You're Akiva you're in the group of Akiva Goldsmith and Chris Terrio. People I do not like and would rather see in prison than make another movie. I think you've said jail literally no i i think um i think you've said the same for simon kinberg i believe for one instance oh yeah for Uh, yeah because all of them they just need to go i don't know man yeah they need a timeout um yeah but yeah you you mentioned the producing partner for blair witch for adam wingard who is oh oh dear oh right uh hang on i in our our screenwriter which episode there is this oh i should have this who kept saying these ridiculous quotes about the Blair Witch. He's written all of uh, Adam Wingard's movies, yeah. Right. Um, We were trying to do this. Simon Barrett. Simon Barrett. Simon Barrett. And we were trying to connect to this and this, and I I, I haven't rolled my eyes that much in a while, and so I'm just like, all right, I'm going to find this dude. We're going to... And you found out that information in real time, where it's, yeah, in those... Oh, yeah, it's a good episode, because I just start yelling. I'm just like, what? What is that? What? I think you start yelling at at hour uh, three, that's when... uh, Right, it's true. That's beautiful. A live reaction. Yeah, yeah, we love to see it, but you mentioned... that third act. Oh. recently like, that was a good third act the yeah, Blair Witch yeah, remake that was yeah. a good third the Blair- act I never yeah. saw it I never yeah, saw it it's interesting okay I agree with good and I'm hearing it's interesting I agree with Jack yeah. it's not yeah. Yeah. It, it, okay it's not like horrible like I don't mm-hmm. I saw like I think I saw like half star like ratings for it I'm just like y'all need to come yeah. <laughs> y'all need to come yeah. okay yeah okay yeah yeah but it's like it's a movie it's a movie it's a movie we love the movies, and we do. you we mentioned do. that you caught up with Nicole Hall Center, as did I. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suppose it, it can be a nice segue, but um, she was yeah. a uh, pandemic project that there was a few others, uh, like a directory mm-hmm. that we'll be covering soon, uh, that I had never seen any of their movies, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like because I'm bad at like starting a director and then finishing them like i'll like yeah see them every once in a while like maybe like one or two a month and then like yeah like do, go to another director and then like that's yeah, what yeah. i did over the course of pandemic with um walking and talking friends and with money and leveling and amazing yeah. over the, last year or 2020 uh and then recently the three others i saw fantastic i love her just like yeah. incredible like i i, I they're so she's the best the best in interviews, um, oh great at casting, God. you know, like, uh, it's so observational, so funny. So it, like, r- writes uh, yeah. uh, these characters that are so, like, prickly and unlikable, but you still mm-hmm. understand them and sympathize with mm-hmm. them. And it's it's just, like, all great. Um, 
She's so good at that. And I know. yeah, but her and Catherine Keener, her, yeah, Catherine Keener, her muse. Together, I mean, yeah, oh she was God. mentored at NYU under this guy. I'm seeing here, Martin Scorsese. I don't know she who sure this. Was. She, Anyone little, know who that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's that guy who doesn't has a cast in Michael Imperioli in a while. He's that. Dude? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yes, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on my shit list. <laughs> Like the kindest man ever. Yeah, just like, no. No, I love him. I love him. He was my pandemic project. I, and I still have not gotten through all of his movies, okay. but I've seen a lot I've of movies. Seen, yeah, yeah. That's uh, is, uh, my pandemic project was finishing cool. him, and it's just like, it feels good once you like span that many decades and yeah. finish yeah. him. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that. that's what I'm going to say when I do eventually. <laughs> I finished him. I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. that. I'm gonna call you guys up, and I'm gonna say finish him, and then I'm gonna hang up. That could be about anything, though. That's a that's thing. what we know. Um, I, well, and you'll never know. You maybe yeah. you maybe got I, to Craig Gillespie before I did. That's probably well. Well, I would I would be okay with that. Yeah. Well, I and I'll just quickly mention. I think one of the coolest theater experiences I've had recently was seeing the movie Friday the Thirteenth in. A theater that was i i just went like on a whim i hadn't i hadn't planned like that far in advance like i was just like i hadn't seen it like and i hadn't seen any of them mm-hmm. and this is the first one um in the series and it was like a lot more like patiently paced than i had realized mm-hmm. it was going to be and it's like it was kind of cool to see it not so like hyper and just like ready to because it, it's clearly like finding its footing as a movie and no, it's it's very, very good still. I thought. I haven't seen a single Friday the thirteenth. Um, I just like started being able to watch like like quote unquote like scary movies. Like I was a huge baby for a long, long That's long fair. Time, I, I was too. I'm still, I'm still kind of a baby. Like I'm a baby about certain things. Um, but I'm really trying. I am I am trying my damn hardest. Yeah. Um and like you know what i recently in the past year um i watched all the scream movies for the first time Ooh, and i saw i saw the most for five uh in in theaters and that was not good but no um, bad movie parts that i yeah. did enjoy it had parts that i did enjoy i yeah. but otherwise i'm a huge baby but those those kind of ushered me into being able to watch that's good no those, those are really those are a good gateway yeah yeah for oh sure oh my god they're so good the first the first like two are so good. I, I, lo- I you I, know I, I love the third one. I, I lo- people hate the third one. I love it. I love four. I love it. I Please. love four too. Yeah. I love when Emma Roberts runs into that picture. I mean, I have never laughed yeah. harder in my life. I know I, I, all great performances. I love like Hayden Panettiere and Adam Brody Hayden and, and Kirby. Yeah. Uh, Kirby. Anyway. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, but, I love Scream Four mm, too. I think yeah. I think all of them are good. I think. Screen five obviously not great, but I'm like even a bad screen movie is pretty entertaining. Yeah, um, I, I love I love I kinda, the I love the cast of it at the very least. Yeah, um, and I love I mean I love David Arquette and Courtney Cox in those movies. Yeah. So the thing about the Wes Craven ones is like good. they're really really funny and genuinely scary, and the mm-hmm. fifth one forgets to be both of those things. It's that's, that's unfortunate. That's the problem, yeah. right? And yeah. um. <laughs> that's the whole thing is that you gotta be you gotta be funny and scary and if you don't have that boo what it, this isn't a screen movie ready or not is good though ready or not slaps 
so hard. It's so good. I've always, not, I've hard. always used that as if anyone's, I don't know. I think with Scream Girls and horror movies in general, I think one of the more important ways of acting is pain acting. I don't know if there's an actual mm. term of that, but acting act, like just pain acting. Thanks, acting. Man. I appreciate that. Um, but just like truly, like just depicting pain either in throughout yeah. the entire movie as in just there's this gradual amount of pain that you're dealing with every time you step forward or this real intense moment of pain and samara weaving yeah. is so fucking good in that movie by doing that so good now. who screams who screams better than her who like has like a a meltdown better than she does in that movie She's well so i think we we discussed in the happy death day episodes like jessica roth yes that's another example build, of great builds that yeah. I, 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 my friend who introduced me to the Scream movies, I watched uh, Happy Death Day with them right mm. after we watched Scream 4, and that's pretty good, too. It's a pretty good movie. Mm. Um, she's great in, in it, I think. I don't know. Where's I the third one, time. Blumhouse? Where's the mm. third one? Oh, my gosh. Where's Jason? We've had Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day to you. What's the third one going to be called? Yeah. Happy Death Day... I'm trying to remember the, the words to happy birthday right now. Happy three day? No. Happy That's going to be a big day for us once Blumhouse introduces like the third happy death day. And yeah, when is that going to happen, Jason? Mm-hmm. I'd be calling you and you'd be not answering. And oh I'm gosh. taking offense to that. You know what? He should put Michael Imperioli in happy death day three. <laughs> That's what I'm going to propose oh right God. now. That's what I'm going to propose right Allison, now. Allison, you are brilliant. I love Thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm trying to be hired as his agent. And if he, I'm willing to drop everything if he wants to switch to, re, if he wants no to commission. representation to me. No, I won't even take a fee. I'm like, I will, I will be knocking down doors for you. I will, I will commit. All right. I love him. <laughs> what I have been watching recently, because everyone's dying to know, and I'm going to give them. I am dying to know. <laughs> Uh, so besides like the weekly appointments of television, like we own the city, which is very good. Um, we own the city corner. It's we own the city is one of those things where you're just like, okay, I know the police are bad. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) The police suck. I know this. I think you're making like a, like an unheard statement. Right. right (laughs) A cab all day. No doubt. Mm. I got you. And then you watch the show and you're like, holy fuck. Because it's one of those things because you know how much research they did into it. And like Bernthal's talked about it. Like, and he's right. like interviewed the writer on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they're just like, they did so much due diligence and so much like, I mean, there's some characters who are just like, it's like in every true, true uh, story show or movie, they like, they all, they always have that one made up character who's just an amalgamation of like five other people. <laughs> yeah. So they do have like that in the show, but most of it is just like super, like this very much like based in fact. And you mm-hmm. just watch the show and you're just like, how the fuck is this real? Like to do to a point, like, again, you just, you, we've heard so much like horror stories about the police and like everyone, and there's been just yeah. an insane amount of documentation throughout American history about how horrible the policing system is. But then you just see some of like the minutia of it, like the logistics of corruption in one of the most crime, like, crime-ridden cities in america and yeah. one of the most like heavily police cities in america and you see mm-hmm. that and you're like holy fucking shit um yeah so yeah that's because you know how how recent yeah. diligent david simon is he about so research. research yeah and yeah. he like he really he knows that city like really, the back like, of his hand 
Like at this he point, yeah. knows Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm from yeah. and I'm 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 from around that area, like Northern okay. Virginia. So mm-hmm. it it's just woof. Um, yeah. Yeah. Young Justice, penultimate mm-hmm. episode, season finale coming up. That's that show's been great. Um, Barry, obviously, good. Yeah, good obviously, yeah. Love it, love yeah, yeah. it. Our good friends. Um, love Barry. Yeah. yeah. Love Barry. Besides okay. that, for films, for films I've been watching, uh, so I'm doing a history project uh, that I'm kind of like creating my own film festival that reflects some of the U.S. history we've been covering. So I watched The Learning Tree, um, 1969 mm. Gordon Parks mm. movie about 1920s mm. South um, uh, in Kansas. Takes and it's apparently semi autobiographical, um, but I didn't. I never. I don't think I totally researched that, but I feel like I've heard that a few places. Um, that's a really good movie. Um, it's on Cartoon Channel, or no, it was. It's not anymore. So rent it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I rewatched Devil in the Blue Dress. Just a fan fantastic mm. movie. I. Just, it's so fucking good. Denzel, man. Just the greatest actor to ever live. I mean, heard of him? He's so great. Dip him in gold, <laughs> is what I say. Up in gold. Hello! Hello! Here's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> a recent release that I really want to shout out, because not many people have seen it, uh, and shout out to former uh, guest of the show, Brandon Struzing, to kind of put me onto this. Uh, Catch the Fair One. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lean... 80 minute thriller um shout out to brandon it's like a it's dollar to rent on shout out. on yeah. itunes and on amazon it was it's distributed by ifc i think it premiered at a film festival last year oh, um it's beautiful. really 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 good uh it's shot it's cool. tense like fucking directed like I, I, I can't speak uh it's directed quite well I, that's what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say um, good direction Love me some directing, and there's some good directing. Mm, come on, we all love some directing. <laughs> uh, and I rewatched Night of the Living Dead uh, for this history project that I'm doing. And nice, man. And I I rewatched that, and I'm just and the amount of notes I took during that movie is really nuts because it's just like the first mm-hmm. time I watched, I'm like, that's a really good horror film, and you know, the ending's very, you know, it, it stirs something into you. It stirs, it's you know. It's a very reactionary ending in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And then I rewatch it. I'm just like, holy fuck, George. What were you that doing here? That scared the shit out of me. Right. Zombies are crazy. In co- yeah, I had to watch it in college. And I was not in my not being a baby era then. Um, and I was, I was fucking terrified. It's good. Good movie. I... In reading up on it, like George Romero says, oh, I wasn't really thinking about race when I was making this. And I said something to That's- the so crazy <laughs> i said something to the effect of like either he's that's a bald-faced lie or he's one of the most oblivious motherfuckers on the planet yeah those are the two because be there is he so much racial subtext in this and then he'll say later like yeah. people are like oh is it about like communism is it about vietnam he's like right listen man it was the 60s we're all mad about something and i'm like and then it, okay. and, and then i think it, it was something similar that happened in Don living dead where it's like Clearly, it takes place in a shopping mall, but it's not about capitalism or like right. Oh. But that's yeah, right. yeah. And the opening of that I know it's different, goes into maybe. like it's so. But no, that's the thing. He's so he has to be lying about that shit because like the opening of Dawn of the Living Dead is one of the most racially charged scenes in all of fucking cinema. 
and like you know it's this SWAT team going into this majorly black like apartment building and murdering everyone they can find <laughs> like what come on this is like this is like when Robert Pattinson is like I lied in all those interviews like he lied like absolutely he was like he There's can't no be this way. dumb he can't be no he's not a dumb guy you can't make a movie like that and be stupid <laughs> um yeah that's yeah it's it's so good yeah i um mm. i went into i went into seeing it like knowing it it wasn't like knowing george romero didn't make it with race in mind and mm. yeah it is bullshit it is, like yeah i don't know there's don't know. Be in rural wrong. pennsylvania white mobs are attacking this black man <laughs> white I mean, mobs. even if you didn't, I don't know if I would say that. I would be like, yes, I did. Right, I, obviously. It's, just, it's such a, like, I, I mean, maybe. It's a happy accident if you didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's like, it's such a, it's like, it gets taught in every film class now. Yeah, horror you know studies. I mean? like yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, and to me. I did a ton of research. I kind of overdid it for this project. I wasn't really asked <laughs> to do this much. Uh, but, sure, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm a straight A student, Love like that. I say. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Overachiever. Okay. All right. Well, and I did yeah, a yeah. crazy amount of research. Over so, like, on the news reports, they mentioned certain cities and stuff. And I do some research. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. Google city racial violence. And I'll find, mm-hmm. like, something that happened mm-hmm. in 1960. That's like, so that, like, a few years before they start making this movie. Or I'll find something in 1917, like, one of the most, like, notoriously, like, like race riots ever. And then I'll, then yeah. I'll look in, like, all the, places they mention where the zombie uh outbreak spreads from and i look up like mm-hmm. race riots and racial lynchings oh that's exactly where they start. like just crazy amount of coincidences yeah and it's like it's bizarre and the way it ends is like basically they uh like the ending shots are like a montage of like still photographs so they're like really grimy black and white still photographs and of them like dragging the dude's body with like these hooks and stuff Ugh. something that is like yeah. straight out of like a lynching and it's and i look at photos i looked at photos that are similar to that and it's like it's fucking nuts and him to even claim it wasn't about race is so crazy to me i've been like living in this fucking dream for the last five days or however long i've been working on this and I've just been like this crazed mani- maniac just looking at people. It's like I imagine you know this said? is like Pepe you know Sylvia, like Charlie Kelly. It's a sonnet, <laughs> you're, yeah. You have the board. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. cigarette hanging out of your mouth. Yeah, I have maps full of racial allegories. <laughs> I have maps. Carol, like, Carol, look at this shit. This George. is insane. <laughs> there is no George Romero. <laughs> this movie never came out oh. this is i dreamt that <laughs> clay there is no light in the living dead <laughs> this, this filmography is a goddamn ghost town <laughs> yeah really <laughs> <out> now. <laughs> oh my gosh well allison let's learn about you for a little bit um on that note how did you get into movies if you have a, a movie that I that grew your love of film and oh yeah, just to learn about our guests sure. for a bit. Um, yeah, I, well, I feel like, I mean, my mom, as I said, both my parents are like, were like very, um, they, you know, I like, I have memories of them, like, just being very into like movies and TV growing up, like, um, and my mom still very much is. And um, like, you know, my, my parents, 
I have memories of them being like very into like The Sopranos and like Seinfeld, which is funny because both of those hmm. people are oh, interesting. And, yeah, isn't that funny? Huh. And like funny you say that. City. Yeah, I remember, hmm. which is not related to this at all, but um, is a show that my parents watched, and my mom like, my mom like got me into so many movies that are like, that like just informed my sense of mm-hmm. humor, like and like just because my mom's like like a lot of comedy movies i remember she showed me the birdcage which is oh, one of my I favorite love it. movies of yeah, all time yeah me too great yeah. great movie um i remember her showing me like mrs doubtfire i remember we watched nice. like little miss sunshine together like it was so things like that but um th- i think so it was like my whole life i was like you know i was like this is clearly an important part of the world because my parents are telling me that it is um mm-hmm. but i think like I heard, I was listening to, speaking of Barry, I was listening to a podcast with Bill Hader that he was the guest on recently. And he said, he said that Taxi Driver was the first movie that he watched. And he was like, I realized someone was directing that. And I was like, mm. that's such a good way of summing it up. And I was like thinking about it. And I was like, oh, that movie for me was The Social Network. And um, I saw that in the year 2010 in theaters with, as as I was telling you before we started recording, former guest of this podcast, Cassie Olson, um, and it literally rocked my silly little fifteen year old world. Um, I was I was never the same. I I like I walked into that theater. I was like, okay, let's see what all this is about. Baby was baby, your rich man started playing, and you just literally, walked out a completely I, different. I Oh my god I was changed I was changed and I like it was like the first movie that I was like I must learn every single name that was involved in bringing this to life and I must you know it's it, it was like the first time that I was like oh like someone is like it was like that like oh someone's directing this like it was like mm-hmm. it was it was the first time that I like saw a movie and I was like oh my god like this is all happening because like someone was like they had a vision yeah, they had yeah. a vision and I was like, and I, and I was like, I, I now understand what that means. And um, those were like the first Oscars that I really like got very mm. invested in. Um, and truly like I, it's been what, 11 years and I'm still yeah. angry about the King's speech winning my, my yeah. Joker, my Joker origin story. <laughs> um, it was, it, yeah. And um, that was it. I was, yeah, I was just never the same. And like, that, that was, was like, that I yeah that was like I was like okay like now I'm into movie like now I guess this is part mm-hmm. of my identity right and, um it, you know I was like I need to make this my whole life and I did yeah and now I'm here talking to you guys <laughs> I love it it all led up to this I love moment it. that's what you were all yeah were just all led up to this moment. come on um I yeah now no one... I snuck into J Edgar <laughs> you know like literally because I saw Army Hammer in the Social Network and then oh my God. I snuck into J Edgar, Cassie and I especially had been like going to see movies for like our, you know, we grew up together and we, that was like just something that we did. We weren't like outdoor kids. So we would like (laughs) just go to the movies a lot. And, um, but that was like, like, and you know, what's funny is that I remember wanting to see the social network because Justin Timberlake was in it. And I was like, (laughs) the new Justin Timberlake movie is coming out. And I was like, and now I'm like, who I'm like, he, I'm like, who is that man? But like, it's, he wasn't even like what I was thinking about when I walked, like I walked yeah. into the theater thinking something very different. And then I walked out like, a, like I had aged 10 years, you know? I yeah. Was like, yeah. 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 And now, you know, Sean Parker was the guy who dropped the, the from Facebook. And exactly. <laughs> exactly. And 
I was, and I learned, <laughs> I learned that, and it didn't really have anything to do with Justin Timberlake, yeah. but, um, yeah. So remember when Sorkin was good? Well, remember that yeah, time? I, I do. I do Truly. remember that. Um, yeah. Remember when he didn't direct? Uh, that's. That was, oh my god. Yeah. I. He needs. Did just see being the Ricardo? <laughs> <sighs> Oh, did we? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. I refuse. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Um, mm-hmm. I actually do think Nicole Kidman is, is I love, I genuinely of course. love her. Yeah. I love her so much. And I think she did her best, but that movie is really yeah. whack. We can um, still, I love actors and they absolutely. can still be in bad movies and they can still absolutely. turn 30 Rock jokes into movies. Those are things yes. that happen. But Yes, exactly. Um, support Nicole Kidman, but yeah. not endorse being the Ricardo. Yeah. 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 It is funny, though, like the idea that you see a movie for an actor, no matter the size of the role. Like, I never had that, but it is just yeah. like a phenomenon, especially just like. I do that all the time. Yeah, with I, the internet. Yeah. Uh huh. I do that all the time. Like, it's like when you when you start. I mean, I'm trying to do that with John Turturro right now because oh, I that's fun. loved him on Severance. So, mm-hmm. so, 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 so much. And I was like, I'd always really liked him. And I was like, but now I want to see all of his movies. And he is in, like, he does some random ass movies. Yeah. Also in Cars 2. Like, also a like big Paul theater Davis. person like uh, Imperioli. Yes, yeah. Also has directed. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. has directed. Um, yeah, Love and Cigarettes. Yeah. I think that's. Rom- Romance and Cigarettes. I haven't. Rom- What's yeah. the yeah. Jesus movie? Jesus Rolls. Jesus Rolls. The Jesus Rolls. The Big Lebowski. Um, sure. Spinoff. Yeah. That we were all wanted. Spinoff. We all yeah. were just clamoring like. We asked for it. He gave it to us because we asked for it. And I didn't see it. But I. And that's my fault. And I will. We I'm wanted a spinoff about a sexual predator. That's all we yes. wanted. Yes. Eight year olds, dude. Yeah. And he said, fine. He said, y'all bitches want this? I will give it to you. And, and no, no one, one saw it. it. No one saw it. Not even no one liked it. Right. No one it came saw out during it. the pandemic. I don't, I don't yes, know. it did. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it at some point. But yeah, yeah it's, it's the internet has made that so easy to just like go on someone's like IMDb and be like, okay, I'm going to see every single stupid movie that they're in, even if they're in it for five seconds. I'm a big proponent of that. Have you seen The Batman? Yes, I have. John Turturro's The Batman. Yes, I have. I know you're a big fan. You're you're a stan. Um, mm. I a I, bat stan. Batman means nothing to me, so I can't say that I was like, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I don't care. He he means so little to me, but um, that movie it was kind of <laughs> goofy, but I I did enjoy several parts of it. Um, he was good. He's so good in it. He's like. Oh, mm. I love him. He's, He's a so sleazeball. Colin, Colin Farrell's great yeah. in it. Um, he, it was so funny. Uh, yeah, I think yesterday, my friend, I was talking, I was at my former work and I was just talking to some friends and there was this new person at the work and one of my friends was introducing me uh, to her and my friend knows I'm a huge like Batman fan and I don't know how we got onto the subject. So like, Oh, like, have you seen, uh, like it talks to this, uh, this new girl. It's like, Oh, have you seen the Batman Clay's a big fan? I'm like, you don't need to watch it. It's fine. <laughs> like I'm at the <laughs> point where it's like, I don't care if anyone's seen it or yeah. if anyone, like I, yeah. I'm not, it's, I also, I actually right. told her not to see it. Cause I'm like, it's three hours. I don't know if you want to. Well, see it's, it. it's the other thing where it's not like you're championing, like 
the new Joe Swanberg. I don't know. Right. Like, you're, like this isn't. It's like a billion dollar. Right. Like yeah. It's, and also, right. it's like I know people don't like those movies. I'm fine with that. No sure. one like. Yeah. It, it's so yeah. funny to me how people think I'm so like how some like some people just think oh Clay I, you know I didn't really like the Batman movie I'm sorry I'm just like okay. You don't have a story by credit. Right. I feel like people do that all the time when you say that you really like something and they're like, I'm so sorry I didn't like it. I'm like, I didn't make it. Like, it's okay. Like, work for me. Like, if anything, I'm like, it it doesn't matter. It's not like, oh, friendship over. Oh, cool. Friendship over. I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. It's like, absolutely. I don't care. Like, it doesn't it means nothing to me like if you see it <laughs> let's discuss and if not that's okay like it's not a big deal truly truly yeah, yeah. um i know i agree with you clay yeah. you're right always uh, i'm always right yeah. that's the thing yeah that's um the subhead of this podcast <laughs> that's the subtitle and jack is always <laughs> wrong that is sense. the dynamic that's our uh, well, that's that... your divorced energy <laughs> that's why we that's why we separated um if only we could hang signs from ourselves and just tell everybody what's wrong with us i i feel like that's a line that's been said a million times but the way he Mm. says it i'm just like you're right i know i know i know know. we all miss jim that's right you're right that's a great (laughs) line you should we should Oh my God. Uh, he anyway, he says everything in this movie. Yeah, unreal. He's perfect in this. I think this is a fantastic performance. But Allison, let's one of the best. Let's just because this is Clay and I's first time seeing this. I had only really? I had usually uh, Clay and I have this thing that we are always like, well, someone's bound to pick it. So I That's we try to avoid we try to actively avoid 2010s movies okay. to like just watch on free time, and cool. of course like uh, uh, Hall of Center's 2010s work. Like I just caught up with because there are only two other movies and i'm just like well there's just like yeah Mm -hmm. but uh yeah when we started this podcast i just don't watch the movies from the 2010s like yeah it's really rarely like why bother yeah well yeah exactly yeah uh but yeah when was your first time seeing this okay so um it's you know what it's funny that bring us back to 2013 please so you're a masseuse i am what is it that you do i'm a poet (laughs) and i'm a dreamer (laughs) no really i Oh, you're really a poet? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. This is Albert. Hey. Hi. How's it going? You know, my friend Eva was just telling me that there is not one guy at this party that she's attracted what? to. It's okay. There's no one here I'm attracted to either. <laughs> All right. Great. Some guy you met at the party wants your number. Hi. Hi. Oh, did I get the day wrong? No. Why? Because you're wearing your pajamas? It's Sunday. I like to be comfortable. Oh, good. This is my daughter. Wow, she's stunning. Where's mine? She's beautiful. I don't know what my life is going to be like with this whole going away to college thing. I guess we should develop hobbies. Actually, I weave. Like baskets? Yeah, I do it in the garage. Really? No. (laughs) Hi, Dad. My daughter has a lot of friends. You think they have threesomes? Why would you say that? I I know, but apparently it's what they're doing these days. I'm afraid that window's closed. There was a window. So what about you? Do you have a boyfriend? Yeah. What's he like? He's funny and comforting. Want a kiss? And sexy to me? Yeah. My ex-husband and I have zero in common, mm. and I was completely repulsed by him sexually. Oh, God, no. Just a sec. Marianne, please pick up the phone. Albert. Hi. Remember that new client of mine? Well, it turns out she's Albert's ex-wife. 
Stop seeing her, please. I don't have anybody I can bitch to. You can completely bitch to me. He was very clumsy in bed. Oh, my hair, my hair. Okay. Oh, he'd go on so many diets, and then he would cheat. And he has no friends. I have lost all perspective. I've been listening to this woman say the worst things about the guy that I'm starting to really like. She's like a human trip advisor. Albert is not a hotel. If you could avoid staying at a bad one, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. She's telling me. You know how many calories are in guacamole? I'm gonna get you a calorie book. You're picking on him. No, I'm not. You are. That was embarrassing. A calorie book. So I'm obviously gonna buy you a calorie book. Why do I feel like I just spent the evening with my ex-wife? Oh, I screwed up big time. Literally, let's go back to the year Simpler 2013. Time. Um, well, okay. Premiere so to TIFF. It's funny. Premiere to TIFF was like a big thing because Gandolfini had like had passed. Died. Yep. yep. Passed that June. Um, this yes, out, premiered this September. Like, yeah. It was so it's crazy that also this isn't his last movie and his last mm-hmm. movie no one cares about. Like yeah. it, but this is the one that like people are like, This this was everything this that was we his. could have gotten. There's almost him. no good last like, movie for people. I know. <laughs> Paul Newman, Cars Two. Um <laughs> Robert Redford, Avengers Endgame. It's like uh, uh, not dead. no, but right. Like, I was just gonna he, say, he said yeah. This is last well, he's movie. retired. Sure. Okay. okay right. Yeah. Right. Like, it's it's, <laughs> it's like uh, Dennis Hopper had Alpha and Omega, like that, like five dollar so animated. Hoffman, Hunger Games three was his last movie. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I think so. Um, yeah. 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 It, I think about that a lot. Gene My friend Hackman, always brings up. She's like not dead, but retired. Welcome to Moose Court. Dead. God, no famously yeah no well at least i haven't i haven't seen it not to offend it's my favorite movie actually jesus christ actually. oh my god i'm so sorry do you like it more than you like the batman absolutely it's my favorite movie <laughs> right of course um okay when did i see this for the first time well um i so let's back up a little bit so also a thing that um i'm just gonna bring it bring the mood down but then we're gonna bring it back up so in the year 2010 my dad died and um it was it was like whatever and um then my dad had always reminded me of james gandolfini like my whole life and um they you know he they were both like old older italian guys um so they only breathe through their nose they well my dad his kind of kind of yeah like my dad's like sinuses were kind of fucked up i'm not even kidding like it's it was this weird thing and like as it's a little mannerisms right yes he started looking more like Gandolfini they kind of sounded alike and then my dad died in 2010 Gandolfini died a few years later and I had like heard about this movie and I was like I'd heard how like incredible he was in it and like famously I was already in my like film watching era so I was like following all these things we had seen J. Edgar we had seen J. This was a post J. Edgar life for me. Um, yeah, glad my dad didn't live to see me sneak into J. Edgar. Frankly, like, <laughs> like, like, I love it. He's dad. Like, you know, you didn't need to see right. that. Um, but so I actually, I was like, I think this movie is gonna make me like too sad to watch. Mm. So I put off watching it for a really long time, and I actually like looked on Letterboxd because I remember that the first time I watched it, I logged it on Letterboxd. I didn't see it until 2016. And I like, I don't know what in my mind, I was like, I'm now ready to watch this. Um, And I remember like where I was, I was in my mom's old house. I was like, I I was in bed. I was watching on my like old, old, old MacBook 
like old MacBook. And I was like, time to watch it. And um, I like, I remember crying so hard those like last like 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's, and he, I mean, he still like reminds me of my dad so much. And like, just like, and like, I, I just, yeah, I was so like affected by it. And I was like, this is such a good, he's so, I mean, we were just like, he's incredible in it. Like, it's just yeah. like, it's such a different performance for him. Yeah. Um, and it's sad that we didn't get to see him do more of that, but I, I hadn't revisited it in a long time. And I watched it this past February before we were even talking about doing this. And I like revisited it for the first time since I saw it for the first time. And I was like, surely I will not cry as much as I did the first time. And just like, I did like, there's just, those were first time jitters. Yeah. Literally. And I was like, I was still like, like, it's so, it's this thing where it's like, it's so, it's so funny. And I like, I Mm -hmm. do laugh out loud every single time I watch it too. And I like, I cry every single time. Like it's one of those movies. I don't cry a lot at movies. But for some reason, this really affects, affects I cry me every single time. Isn't it all like the time. you do? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're a big crier. Shoot. You're a big weeper. As, as, as um as uh, Jude Law says in the holiday, I'm a weeper. You're that. <laughs> Absolutely. I've never been described. <laughs> I'm better. a huge weeper. <laughs> I've never been described better. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Uh, well, yeah, I don't cry a lot, but I cry every single time I watch this movie, and um. Every time I watch it, it does feel like the first yeah. time, and it's like it's, yeah. it's so magical. And I rewatched it um, the other night before we recorded, and I was like, "This is so fucking good." It's so good. Yeah. Every single time it hits, uh-huh. it really hits. Because it, it, yeah, and it's it's just it's about like that change in the yep. family familial structure, right? And it's yep. and it's yep. like that the fact that uh, Eva and Albert are losing their kids to college. It's oh. like they're. I mean, really. I mean, you know, it's it's like that part of life. Like they're losing themselves too. I guess. Like. Yep, they're losing yeah. a piece of themselves, and I love when Catherine Keener is like, when she's like, "Oh, he 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 puts so much of himself on her, and like he mm-hmm. can't think about letting her go." And like, obviously, he says like so many different times in the movie, like when when they're having lunch together, and he's like, "I would like it if you just went to college here," and mm-hmm. it's like, it's 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 these like really quiet moments that are just so devastating because it's like I don't I don't even think I realized it the first time I watched it but like now I'm watching it I'm like oh like I remember like when I was leaving for college and my mom was mm-hmm. kind of this and I was like mom get away from me but like right it, right right it, right it, it now I'm an adult I'm wizened and I'm like oh like <laughs> Mommy! you know yeah, yeah literally I'm like my mom I, and she's like get and away in, from me right. <laughs> <laughs> and in that lunch date like you can see that Tess is giving Albert attitude but even yep. then there is that little bit of sadness that Gandolfini yep. brings to the whole movie that he does a lot of and he does he does want he wants her to stay uh, in California, but it's yeah. but it's it's more just this idea of of where 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 is the next phase of life for them? Like they could they could yeah. take up hobbies, but is that going to bring them happiness? They think like the, you know I guess yeah. like the obvious answer that I think Ava and Albert take a long time to realize is just like the partnership that they then yep. develop. Um, yeah, and Ava Ava does need to like make those mistakes and feel torn mm-hmm. in between. Marion and Albert to to realize to to be vulnerable in front of them, and then yeah. like once once you get to that final scene, I think it's like then they can start to to be open with with one another. It's it's just like so beautifully realized. And Nicole Hollis Center should just like be honestly like a oh stand up comedian because oh of like God. how 
how obs- I mean, no, she is she is quick witted in interviews, but it, it's no, more but just I, like I know exactly how observational mean. she is. Yeah, she she to see the world through her eyes, truly, just like it, it it's incredible. And I love I I love what you said too about like how it's like about like you know Eva Kai she she's torn between the two of them, and I love mm-hmm. how it's. I feel like I you know I was like reading. I, I love to read like letterbox reviews that like random ass people have written, like just like after I watch a movie and um, we all do that. And um, I, I was seeing, I was seeing, you know, some of the, some of like the reviews, like where people were like, this plot, this, this plot of this movie is ridiculous. And I'm like, I get that to a point. And I was like thinking about this as I was rewatching it the other night. And I was like, but it, it, because of like those performances from Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Gandolfini and like Catherine Keener and mm-hmm. because of Nicole, uh, me on a first name basis with her, Nicole, um, because of Nicole, Nick- Center, Nikki, uh, Nikki, you know, my friend, Nikki, I, I don't know if, you, if y'all, if y'all know her, um, but because of like Nicole <laughs> Center's like writing. She is to you what Mary Ann is to Joni Mitchell, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I just got off the phone with Nicole Law Center you know your friend for so many years (laughs) are you kidding me i wish if she ever wanted to call me i am available anytime any day 24 hours a day for her we'll put her Um, we'll put allison's number in the in the uh in episode please do just just in case just in case the email Um, the 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 portfolio all of yep um home address yeah show up at my door uh, yeah p.o box um but no, but because like it's it's like the performance is the writing, it's the direction, and it's like it really sells how like preposterous this plot line is. Because like you mm-hmm. like, and especially after I've seen it a few times, I'm like, you know, you could just say something. Like there's a point in the movie where it's like you should really just. She could so easily be like, hey, yeah. so something happened. I didn't realize that this was what was going on. Um, but it's like it's 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 like what she says to Tony Collette. It's like if you could if you could read a review of a hotel before you stayed at it, wouldn't you read it? Like, it's yeah. like, it's the morbid curiosity that she has. It's the morbid it's like, curiosity. Wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you want to know? But like, she's also like falling for Albert in this, like it, at the same time. And she doesn't want to walk away from him entirely, but she wants to, know, she wants to prepare for it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, she just wants to know more. And she's also like entranced by Marianne because I mean, it's fucking Catherine Keener. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, and she, Nicole Holoff center, makes her life look so appealing to mm. this like very bohemian like you know she's a poet and i'm a dreamer and i'm a dreamer like, yeah and i'm a dreamer oh so good like yeah. no really i'm a poet oh oh, oh. I, just her face in that scene too ALB, she's so good she's i unbelievable no but it is it is a bit of with wish fulfillment um yeah. the idea that you can get to know somebody before you yeah. before you really start to get to know them i guess um because yeah. it's it's sort of like she's she's at an advantage and she holds the power in the dynamic with albert just because of the friendship that she just then grows mm-hmm. to have with marianne and mm-hmm. it's it's sort of like this i mean i also saw the word contrived in a few letterbox reviews but mm. you know it's like you have to have a writer as capable as hall of center to really pull this off and you have to have performers to really tell yeah. the material as as they do and I, I and i just love the idea that it's like this one party that ben falcone and tony collette bring her to um I that know. sort of changes her life at this moment that she it's, meets these two people wait, but 
That's um, Melissa McCartney's husband. Uh huh. Yeah, and yeah. No wonder who, I didn't like him. Can you ever forgive me who, as well? I, I don't know. He kind of kills it in this for me. He's no, he's, like, so he's good. He's so good. good. No, he's great. He's, he's he great has in maybe this. Maybe never been better than he is in this movie. Yeah, There's something yeah. I I think I'm he's like, fantastic. <laughs> I really agree. Like, he, I think he's great. I think. Um, I think. You know, I think. But bad director. Like, I think we should also just. <laughs> oh, he should stop writing and directing sorry like and i do like him a lot no apology necessary him, like that's right a, thank you like consensus you. yeah that's... i find him very like whenever whenever i see him and things that he has not written or directed i'm like fuck yeah ben falcone's here but whoa mm-hmm. not but he's so good in this like he, yeah he's He's really understated in this too, and he and Tony yeah. Collette are really good together. And they have their own movie going on for sure. They yeah. have their complete own movie going on. I, I know. I've seen some. I've seen some. Um, some people saying that like their plot line is never really resolved, and I'm like, I guess, but like that's not why I came to this movie either. Like they're they're just populating mm. the world. Like they're just Absolutely. the world out, and I think that's fine. And it's fine that they, like there's there's really nothing resolved. Any, like it's not a movie about yeah. revolutions, you know. It's because I I don't think Hall of Center wants to make an ensemble. Like this isn't Friends no. with Money, exactly. Um, and yeah, I think like you say, JLD is a rock star in this. I mean, oh my god, phenomenal! I am. What a great performance. I, she we should have several of these. My god, he's really yeah. great in, in, yeah. in this too. And I'm in the, I'm in so... the middle of my first Veep watch through actually. Really? Um, and I just oh finished. God. I just finished season four. It's, uh, it was good timing. That's partially why we picked this. That's so um, funny. And also, we should say that Rachel. she's reteaming with uh, Hall of Center. I believe yeah. this year for Beth and Dawn, which is exciting. Yeah. But yeah. isn't that cool? I mm-hmm. I thought I I was so that was so cool when um when that news came out like just very shortly before we set like a few weeks ago. It was like yeah. Um, it's cool that they're they're doing that together it's cool that they're reteaming i have i will be sitting my ass in that theater the day it comes out um i i saw pictures from when like they're filming it right now like i saw pictures yeah. from the set like on instagram um the other day because my what one of those actors that i do be watching things for um arian moyed is gonna be in it yeah. too uh, from Succession, yeah. and I follow him on Instagram, and he's been posting about it. I'm like, go King, go on. Did you like, did you see Love Life? Love Life was quite was quite I good. I did see Love Life, oh, the yeah, second yeah. season. Who who mm. does he play in Succession? He plays Stewie. Uh, oh, yeah. Roxana, yeah. a big fan. Roxana Haddadi is a big fan. Haddadi, oh, yeah. Past and Future oh, Fest yeah. guest of the show. We're shouting a lot of we're shouting out a lot of good people. Yeah, so, so. yeah a lot of great guests. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she is a big yeah. fan. Um, yeah. I've I've seen I've seen her her. I think she's interviewed him, which is very cool. Yeah. She's also um, uh, done he, some thirst tweets about him in the past. I mean, yeah, I'm holding. Haven't I'm, we all? I'm barely yeah. holding back like thirst tweets, like Stewie yeah. thirst. I don't think I. I think it's. I think I was really losing my mind while Succession was like on this past season, and um, were we all there? Yeah, I, I, yeah, we were. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, he's like he's I, great. Yeah. He's really great. But no, I, um, I, I, yeah. the uh, chemistry with JLD and Gandolfini is just perfect. Oh my God. Um, JLD and JG. You know, it's J- JG. JLD and JG. Oh my our, God. Our good friends Jim and Julia. Um, Jim and I think. Julia. Like like their first kiss, uh, what what do you, what do you need to say about that? I mean, it, it feels so hot. like hu- human it's hot. and it's, yeah, it's cute, it's hot. 
not. I know it's so, it's so perfectly like when anxious and awkward and yeah, but and yeah, it feels so real. real. And it's, yeah, it's they're so. I mean, I love. I I've, I feel like I always call this out when I'm like talking and thinking about this movie. But when she's talking um, to Catherine Keener before she even knows that it's her ex-husband, um, and she's like, "Oh, it feels like we're old friends." already and that's after their first date and i love that line so much because it does and i i love when they yeah it's like it's anxious but it's like they're 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 comfortable and then he goes back they like they 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 separate then he goes back in it's so they take like a breath yeah yeah they're figuring out how to fall in love again like but they're adults and it's like this man yeah i mean yeah yeah. it's it's like middle that's a good uh, yeah it's like middle school dating it's like it's so funny yeah. how it like it feels like every like divorce divorcee is like just go back to that like oh I don't know if he likes me or not like that kind of fucking like it's the moment weird. you're out of the game for so long that you just you just revert back to an eighth grader who's just like I kind of have a crush on her but I don't know I know it's and so I love funny how not cynical it is too like I love mm. how it's so tender like yeah. it's so it's just like and it's like it's tender it like makes you ache like it's just like it's they're just they really really like each other and it's like you know there's that line at the end where she's like I just really really liked him too like it's so like and she did like it's like you know she really did and it's like she fucked it up but it's -hmm. it's just so sweet yeah they're so good their chemistry is just like some of the best in any rom-com like of the past however many years a yeah, worse incredible. movie would definitely have you were talking about like how uncynical it is like how sincere mm-hmm. and earnest a worse movie would have had a scene before their day of uh, jld going on a different date and it turns into a disaster and the yes. dude is like a so slob true. and he's uninteresting he's mean yeah and she's like that yep. was crazy uh, and then you uh-huh. get, and it's like the worst version of Albert. So and then, true. like by contrast, yes. you see like how and much that, of a better and immature guy. Yeah, that he looks good is because he's mm-hmm. compared up again. Yeah. but they're never dating anyone else. Like it really, and like that's it's great. Why I love that that first scene where they meet too is so good. Where they're both just like, I'm not attracted to anyone here. Well, I'm not attracted to anyone here either. Like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, there. It really feels like they're two people who like legit have been out of the game for a long time. He's so awkward that way. But yeah. yeah, one of the most intimidating yeah. and physically imposing people television has ever seen is like a child and in that scene. So I'm not really attracted to anyone either. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and like when you hear his real voice too, it's like mm. it's. I mean, right? The I, jersey I, is I, gone I, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's gone. It's he's so he he's like a deeper tone. It's like he he doesn't yell in this movie at all. Like he really yeah. never raises his voice. He's very, he can't whisper though. Mannered. Can't whisper. <laughs> he can't whisper. Yeah. Famously, he can't yeah. whisper, which I this do This is me that whispering. Also. Yeah. It's very good. It's a good bit. Oh my God. That scene is also crazy. The dinner scene. Yeah. yeah. It's, and that's part of it too. It's like seeing him and, you know, I was reading that he wasn't even the first choice for this. She didn't like mm-hmm. want him for this movie. I can't remember who she wanted first, but she didn't want him and he didn't think he was right for it. Yeah. And then she talked him into it or somehow. Yeah. And it was it I mean it's like you watch it and that's part of why this movie is so good and so And surprising. I think it's I think it was because he was reluctant and he he wasn't just offered roles like this and he Yeah. He was he wasn't sure if he could do it. He was he was maybe just mm-hmm confident in someone else's abilities though he does totally. love nicole hall of center and it and she that. comments on this and the way that hall of center speaks about him is so beautiful and she's like 
James Gandolfini likes lovely and amazing. Like, how cool is that? And how cool is that? Yeah. yeah like, but. and he did. He mm-hmm. well, also there's a man missing mm-hmm. from right. this. So yes, right. not, which we which we do uh, um, and should probably talk about right now. Obviously, oh, James Gandolfini's. Well, I think we should say something about how great he is in the movie. How great <laughs> he is in the movie. Yeah. Do you do you want to talk a little bit about him and how you found him and. Uh, I'd met with him a couple of years ago about a different movie, and he wasn't quite right for that part, but um, he told me he was a fan of my movies, which I just couldn't believe. He liked Lovely and Amazing, and I was like, what? What? Are you? Um, And we had a similar sense of humor. We kind of started teasing each other right away. He has a really charming um, way about him. Cheekiness, right? Yeah, 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 he was cheeky. And... um, so when this came around, I, I thought he would be perfect for it. Obviously, he was. And he, you know, I think he wanted a part like this um, and came to it with um, a lot of uh, seriousness and good intention and really wanted to do his best. He was not phoning it in at all. Um, but he was also a clown in the best way. It was like a combination of being very focused and serious and also, you know, acting like a crazy foolish clown that we all fell in love with and um, he improvised he was kind of scared of this one I think coming to a comedy I mean who wouldn't be (laughs) and um, he had a very he had a very slow pace and she does not (laughs) and um, I think that he felt that he had to kind of match wits with her and be as funny or be as fast. And once he realized that everyone was appreciating exactly who he was and what he was bringing without trying to do anything but do that, he, he would relax and be hilarious, but in his own way, not yeah. in your way. Um, and uh, he was uh, very sweet and sensitive um, and emotional you know, in the kitchen scene. I mean, he's, he cries, and then when the shot is over, he says, you made me cry like a bitch in the kitchen. <laughs> and it's like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Julie, I love it. It's, you can even see it in the, in the poster there. You guys are just physically, right from the start, is a great-looking match, you know, oh. the, the juxtaposition of the two of you. What was it like to work with him that closely? Um, it was just a dream, you know. It was just a dream. I mean, he's such a he's he's one of the the great American actors. I think that that's um, uh, not an exaggeration to say in any way. And and uh, um, I had a couple of moments working with him where I, I will admit I thought I can't believe I'm looking into this face because uh, what a face, you know. Um, and um, but he was, as Nicole says, incredibly hardworking, very, very self-effacing. A, a lot of uh, certain insecurities that I found particularly endearing um, and sort of perfect for the part. Um, but we, you know, it was interesting because as the film sort of, we didn't know each other particularly well, you know, to begin with, but we liked each other a, a lot from the get-go. And then as we were sort of working on things, it, it was fun. That we, we communicated more and more, frankly, as the sort of couple in the movie gets to know each other more and more. And so by the time we got to the, the end of the, 
the the or towards the end of the movie when there's the scene in the kitchen and so on we had, we talked a lot about the layers that went into that and it was really a, a very exciting uh creative journey to take with him and i'll never forget it i and, i feel like whenever you hear about yeah. him he was like he really he really like whenever you hear people i mean like michael imperioli talks about him all the time michael imperioli is like talks about like all the culture that he was concerned like remember like that week where like Michael Imperioli said in like an interview that like he was a big Green Day fan and he would always like be listening to Green Day in his trailer while they were like filming The Sopranos and it's like he really he really was just like he loved culture like he and it's so cool that he loved Nicole Law Center so much it's so cool that he loved her movies yeah Tony you can tell in in this Tony is kind of a Tony Soprano is kind of a this feels kind of redundant and maybe kind of um, a simplification, but he, Tony in, in a way is a stereotype in a lot of different, like, you know, yeah, mob, absolutely. Italian father stereotype. As someone from Jersey, correct. Right. And you know what? But People he's are sad. Like that. He's also but sad. He's sad and he goes to therapy. Okay. I love, I actually, I know like, it's like whatever, like we have to say, like Tony Soprano, bad man. I love Tony. Do we? <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I love him. I think there, you could also say he did nothing wrong. I think I feel that way about him. I feel that way about Don Draper. I'm like, perhaps they did nothing wrong. Right. Don Draper Roy, did nothing I'm wrong. Like, perhaps yeah. they did yeah. nothing wrong. Saul Goodman, all people <laughs> yeah. in my Saul opinion, Gun- did nothing Kendall, wrong. Kendall, sad boy. We, we love yeah. Kendall. Kendall Pod. Yeah. Little baby. Um, yeah. Baby. But, <laughs> Barry Berkman? Yeah, did Barry, nothing wrong. You know what? Perhaps Barry did nothing <laughs> No, he did something wrong. <laughs> no, the moment yeah, you threaten the child. Snipe us for saying that. Uh, Bill Hader wants us to know that Barry is doing yeah. something wrong. Um, but I do love Barry as well. I, I do love how Barry, how this season's just like, you know, Barry's actually kind of a bad guy. Did you guys know this? Yeah. You guys I know love, this? Like, I, I love like NoHo Hank being like, he just had a bad day. Like, it's, it's so, yeah. God. You I know what? Barry to... just needs to take a chill pill. Like, we need no, yeah. NoHo Hank. He needs a Xanax. No one rides harder for you than Noho Hank. He like I yeah. mean, he is loyal. Hank's your cheerleader. We love, we love him. But Jim, James, uh, JG, yeah, uh, he's very JG. much. He breaks a lot of those stereotypes. He's just totally. He's very much his own person. I mean, mm-hmm. totally. even in the projects he does, like he fucking does enough said, and also yeah. um, he works with good direct. Like. Where you're, the wild things are. Right. Yeah. Remember him in that. He's really your beloved Tony Scott. Like he's regular. You know. Um, what's the, what's the movie he did? The British political satire. Oh, in the loop. In the, in the loop. loop. Yeah, he's which so I was going, also going to. He's yeah, so also in Anucci, right? Him and JLD which both. Ianucci alum. And yeah. and uh, and JLD. I know it's crazy yeah. how it's crazy how related they all like all these things that we're talking. Was he about ever in Seinfeld? Um, I don't think so. No, no but Catherine Keener had a guest spot. Catherine How funny Keener, is that? What, yeah, yeah, Catherine Keener was one of um, Jerry's girlfriends. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not surprising. I yeah. mean, you know, who, who was? I think I was one of Jerry's girlfriends. I was yeah, we'll, yet, we'll play the theme song right now. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I've been threatening <laughs> to myself to finally watch Seinfeld for the first time. Seinfeld's good. Seinfeld You've never good. seen she, Seinfeld? Someone great in Seinfeld is Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's. Like the funniest fucking person. She's insane. No. Yeah. No. She's she. She's the she's the exact comic timing that is just perfect for me. Um, Yep. Reminds me of like Vanessa Bayer a little bit, where it's just that 
that like totally. are you kidding me i, I, I wasn't don't know expecting uh-huh. to hear her name right now for some reason oh vanessa bear i like vanessa bear there, i just wasn't expecting yeah, yeah. well there's well she's on top of mind there is a tv show that's out right now I love called that i you. love that for you it is yes. it kills me like her yes. and molly shannon are in not to segue us too much but Whoa. it is it's just like no. Yeah. And um Matt Rogers is in it. Matt Rogers. Yeah, Matt, Ro- Matt Rogers it. is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He's so well cast in that. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. good. Yeah. This is a good show. Totally. It, no, it's it's, it's really, really good. good. It's yeah, it's like for a half hour comedy, it's yeah. Well done. It's, Schwartzman? It's, it has a kooky premise. Um it's fun. Yeah. Schwartzman has a small role. Yep. Yep. Jennifer Lewis um, is in it. Um yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. But something I will say about like what you mentioned Julia Louis Dreyfus's um comedic timing and like I love that moment at the end of Enough Said where where um Amy Landecker calls her a D word and uh yeah and um she she laughed I love her reaction so much she laughed and then she just goes like she just frowns it's... and it's like when her face falls into that frown it's like the funniest fucking thing ever like right it's, it, and it's almost like at that point that she's almost preparing herself in every yes. way to lose um yes her daughter she knows and, it's over. yeah she knows yeah. it's all over she's lost albert she lost her daughter like what is she gonna do oh. you know it's it's and she's just like yeah the lat the <laughs> it's so it's so funny like she also doesn't laugh like that for the entire movie that's the that's a yeah. different laugh we see from her um, yeah that's like that's like a fuck my stupid life uh laugh but we've all had that laugh before where it's just like one it's like you just hear someone say something ridiculous or something Mm -hmm. really insulting and you're just like you're so shocked you can't help but laugh yeah i know i know i love how shocked she i love yeah she has a lot of good um like surprised acting in this like yes like people will say things to her and she'll be like "Uh like I love when Jay, I love when Gandolfini tells her that he likes her ass, and she just like she's like, "Thank you." Like it's so, yeah, yeah. Because so I, like, you can see in that moment she hasn't been told that in however many years. Like Peter, I'm sure neglected to compliment her like in several different ways, and she hasn't, and it's like her ass has yeah, been worshipped in a while, and that was such a shame. Yeah, she hasn't, yeah. I love um, having seen many of the Love Center's movies, I think all of them at this point, yeah, all the ones that are out mm-hmm. right now. Um, she, she, I mean, she really does this thing well where it's like, she does mothers and daughters really, really well. And like, that's present in so many of her movies. And um, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I don't know. There's another thing I feel like people are like, oh, it's- I love Keener and her kid and Please Give yes. too. Yeah. Yes. I love the differing, I love how distinct both of those relationships feel like like her relate like Eva's relationship with Ellen and with Chloe are very different and then Marianne's relationship with Tess is so different like it's Tess is such a different kid than Ellen too like it's yeah. everyone is yeah. so distinct and um yeah I I love that oh god when but, Tess comes home and Eva is over Marianne's house and she goes around oh to the garden yeah, I, was, I was just admiring this this oh yeah. my god Funny. I love it's like a, it's like something out of like a Preston Sturges movie. It's so yeah, good. it's so spooky. Like it's so like it's just it's like oh where did she go? You oh where did she? Oh she. It's such a it's such a like and um I was you know I was reading about how this like movie came to be and it was literally like 
um, like people from the studio were like, we will pay you to make your next movie, but you need to make it like mainstream. And mm. it's, it's funny that um, this is the most like, this is the most like studio movie that she's done. Friendly. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like, yeah. this is like the most like, populist movie that i think she's done and it like it does have these it was really, like, like so silly... well received like gandolfini yeah. was in even oscar conversation which is fascinating yeah. and yeah. i think it's only because of like please give like really really took off and searchlight yep. approached her to make something and great. shoot please yeah, yeah. Really please good. give is very very good i hope to talk about what that one someday movie. yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's such a kooky it's, like it's so i love weird. that she makes she makes these movies with like such kooky premises yep. and these characters it's like that, a preposterous premise that maybe yeah, didn't work, but right. she's such a good writer and she like is so good at casting her movies yes, that it really, yes. she always sells it. She always sells mm -hmm. it to me. Yeah. And she like, will surround these movie stars like Frances McDormand and Brenda mm -hmm. Blethyn with like, mm -hmm. with character actors that are so human and they don't yeah. like, and she's, she makes ensembles a lot, but it's not like ensembles that are too stacked like beneath like the the main core you know and mm -hmm. i think that it, it doesn't distract like on on yeah. a base level and also subtextually for when um the root of the character is really explored mm -hmm. i and i yeah i i love i love that i love you saying that about the way she like surround like surrounds her these crazy these insane actors with like mm -hmm these character actors and i love thinking about that in terms of gandolfini too because i think he like you mentioned amy landecker like that's a perfect yes, like uh, right amy landecker um ben falcone you know what i mean and like uh all these people who are like who just can really kill a supporting i mean tony collette also can kill a supporting role like she yeah. she really does that so well by the way i love that this is like the movie that she's playing like the australian friend in too because everyone <laughs> always forgets that tony collette is australian and i love like yeah. I, I think that's so funny. My, one There's of my best friends is Australian, and I like sent oh, yeah. her the, when I was rewatching it. I sent her the clip of of Eva being like, "I can't understand a goddamn thing you ever say." <laughs> I sent that to her, and I was like, "This is she. If Nicole Hudson understands anything, it's that Americans and Australians who are friends. The ultimate divide is that Amer the Americans cannot understand what the Australians are ever fucking saying. Yeah, speak up. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but anyway, I. I I love um I love thinking about the character actor y factor in terms of Gandolfini because I feel like he's someone who really wanted to be a character actor, but obviously yeah. he was so well known for playing like the most iconic role in TV. <laughs> like uh, it's like it's like name a more name a more iconic role. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's but he, he really gets at it in this movie where you like see what he could have done had he been allowed to do things like this absolutely and i think this movie is sandwiched in between that tom hardy thriller the drop and andrew dominic's oh. killing them softly so i think it's interesting yeah. that we would where you know he's great in killing we would them softly, we he was great in killing them softly and he's i think it's unfortunate that I, he's going to drop yeah. and i think we would have seen more things like that where it's the supporting role where you know it of course it's tough to escape escape tony soprano but um mm -hmm. Like we like you mentioned, um, uh, Brian Cranston, Bob Odenkirk, mm -hmm. they, uh, uh, John Hamm, where it's like these iconic leading television performances, and like you yeah. know how how do you navigate yeah. uh, that into film? But yeah. but yeah, and then and then where you see Hall of Center pull this inherent comfort from him, 
and yeah. he is so just this massive big guy pres- presence that takes big up so much of the and- screen. Yes, like he has like such a in a big heart. He has yeah. such. A, I mean, yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. One of the. I mean, yeah. It, we know this, but it's like worth stay again. Like one of the most devastating losses um, uh, in me- recent memory, and it kills me. he would have. It would have had like years w- more to give. He would have had so much more to give. And I, we said the same thing when, when we just done? getting started. Twenty fourteen, well, and then uh, Jim died in twenty thirteen. Yep. It was, um, but yeah, I was just going to bring up Phil that we discussed him in uh, The Master and Moneyball. And, you know, it's like also Incredible. similar Incredible. words so to say. Yeah. Yes, he sure is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't mean, think so. I think he's bad. And um... You think he's under, you think he's overrated? <laughs> I think yeah. he's a bad actor. <laughs> That's the stance you want to take about a dead guy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's dead, Clay. You know, Jim Gaffigan was going to almost get recasted as his role in the Hunger Game movies. Really? Yeah. I love Jim Gaffigan, though. Jim Gaffigan is good. He When he shows up in things, I'm like, hell yeah, Jim Gaffigan. I've met, I've met him. I've been to his family really? reunion. What? Now, you know that I'm going to ask you to elaborate on that. Now, yeah. why, why have you been there? A friend of mine, Kevin, shout out Kevin, we met at uh at a hospital <laughs> um, when you were uh, born did you meet a baby no 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 unfortunately okay. not um we uh we went to the cleveland clinic uh back in like 20 Ooh. just for fun yeah for 20 like 2016 uh we went to a uh a clinic basically to help with like uh chronic pain and stuff we met each other we connected mm. we were both big comic book nerds and he just drops and he just drops his knowledge like two weeks into knowing each other. So, oh yeah, like I'm I'm a nephew of Jim Gaffigan. I'm like, That's so crazy. Oh, okay. And so they had their family reunion in like Maryland one time and they're like, Why don't you just come up? And I'm like, Okay, wow. I guess I'll come up. And I was so awkward around Jim and he was also and also one of those things where it's just like he must have been like, Who's, I'm trying to relax here. I'm trying to, and this kid is just like, oh, sir, it's an honor to meet you or whatever. Like, I wasn't even that big of a fan. I just was like, he was a celebrity, so I didn't know how to act. Yeah. Um, and mm. so he's just there with his, like, a million, his million kids and his wife. Uh, and it's just, it's one of those things, he just sees this, like, fucking unknown kid running around. And he's That's just funny. like, Jesus Christ, I just wanted to get away yeah. from all of this. Your nephew's um, friend. So he wasn't That's super so nice funny. to me, but on, but it wasn't the one, it wasn't one of those things where I took offense. It was more like, no, nah, I, I get it, dude. You were just he's like, in yeah. his off time. Yeah, yeah. and this kid's yeah. just yeah. like, can I take a picture of you? And he's probably like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. But yeah, so that's that's my that's my Jim Gaff- Jim Gaffigan. It's a good story. Knowledge. Um, another Jim G. You mentioned right. You you mentioned uh, Cranston and Ham, and I'm like now thinking, mm. what is their next move? Like you know, John Ham is in a movie at Cannes right now. Um, mm-hmm. So Top Gun Maverick. Oh my god, is that really his movie at Cannes? Is that why he's at Cannes? <laughs> I didn't know why he was at Cannes. I just saw him. Maybe I was like John Ham is uh, there. Yeah. Um, he's also going to be in a movie at Tribeca Film Fest that I kind of want to go. See. See, which is not Top Gun Maverick. I forgot he was mm-hmm. in Top Gun. Well, that's the mm-hmm. thing. He doesn't. He's not in. He's not a movie star. He's very unshowy. Like he's very, which is yeah. crazy because he's so 
good. But he like, also doesn't do so... leading roles anymore. When's the no. last leading he role he's of, done? He does a lot of, and it's crazy. Because, Beirut? I mean, should we, should yeah. we cover Everyone's Beirut? favorite movie, Beirut. Oh my God. Everyone's favorite movie. Oh Is that what People write for Beirut. They like it. Yeah. I feel like he. I feel like he's one of those people where he could have like post Mad Men had his pick of like any Marvel anything anything he wanted to do, and he like really chose not to do it. And I kind of respect him for that. Like Mm. it's you know it's like yeah, and it's he's so easy. Like why wasn't he in Doctor Strange too? I don't want him to be, but like I feel like he very easily could have. To be clear, I do not want to see him in a Marvel movie. (laughs) As someone who do be seeing the Marvel movies, I don't know if I want to see him in them. I don't either, but no, you're totally right though. I I think Ham and Cranston have this thing where they're not they haven't been extraordinary in anything. Yes. Despite Mr. Despite Mr. Trumbo like being up for best actor, it's not like not anyone is like it's it's not like anybody is like, wow, I think that they have given a performance in film that mirrors like don draper or walter white but i think it's yeah or it's just it just shows like their inability to escape what they've known to to play for like but the thing with cranston is he hasn't Um, done another walter white that's the thing he hasn't done another like he isn't typecast your honor on showtime isn't walter white (laughs) 2.0 wait what show it's called Your Honor, my roommate. And, and also, like, do you remember that? Do you guys remember, like, that movie he had a few summers ago where it's like The Infiltrator or what have you, yes. where it's like, ooh, like Cranston is making another drug related. He's doing it. Anyway, but. No one yeah. saw that. No and it didn't go that. anywhere, but. Yeah. Uh, is Your Honor good? It's really going to be Walter White again. I don't know. I think it's. You watch all the television. You're supposed to be the yeah. person. I don't watch Your Honor. Um, it's, <laughs> I. <laughs> I. Uh, people over the age of 50 love it. I feel like that's a show that's like, good. Mm-hmm. Stubarg is in it. Good. Stubarg is in it. He can do it all. I mean, he can do it all. Isaiah Whitlock Jr.? She... Not to get too off topic, but good cast. Good cast with that one. Um, I'm going to, you know what? I am going to expertly bring this back around to Gandolfini because I feel like he was someone who really was getting to a place where he was not putting Tony Soprano behind him, but like making it like a a part of his resume rather than using like it well something that defined yeah. his career. Yeah. And like he mm-hmm. obviously used it well in this because it's like I mean, we've said this a million times, but no one was expecting him to be like a rom com lead and he's so mm-hmm. fucking good at it. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost especially as- in a time where like rom com leads over the age of fifty, like you didn't see them as much. I mean, right. granted, like, I you like didn't see them dog. as much, like, of any decade. But I, I think here, like, Rob Olive Center. out in this era, too. Like, this wasn't... Right. Like, right. I mean, this was years before To All the Boys, quote-unquote, brought it back. And now, like, we're mm-hmm. getting these rom-coms constantly. Like, Netflix is in the rom-com business now. Are yeah. any of them good? Who knows? But, um this was like this kind of came out during a time where not rom-com studio rom-coms were not really being made um mm-hmm. and we're two ways like, we're two years away from nancy myers making her last movie which i, I think is just like a last oh grasp at like someone but, from a different era like mm-hmm. with different leads but totally. do we know the different i feel like netflix doesn't understand the difference between a rom-com and a coming-of-age story though they don't they're all conflated and that's what that's part of what makes this movie special because it's about Mm -hmm. older people and it's 
Nancy Myers. I mean, I guess you, you could technically, I mean, I mean, I was thinking this, I was like, Nicole the Love Center is kind of like alt Nancy Myers. you know what I mean? Like they, mm-hmm. they, they, they deal with a lot of similar themes. They, not a lot of people are willing to make movies about older women in the ways that they do. And like, obviously often they're often these like affluent older women, um, white women, but I really think they both have a lot of like interesting things to say about older women. Um, I think they write women too who aren't afraid to be cruel and yeah, to be a little totally. wicked. And I think she it's totally. espe- a bitch in this sometimes. <laughs> like, I know. Awful. She's so mean. I mean, let's talk about how the reason I start crying every single time is because they are being so mean to Gandolfini. And I'm like, how mm. dare you be this mean to Albert? Like, it's, it's, it's so because he's so I mean another thing I love about this is that he kind of he kind of plays like a like a rom-com guy with no flaws like he has flaws obviously like that's what the movie is about but like he he kind of gets to be this guy who like is pretty perfect on page like he's nice Mm -hmm. he's he's like he's devoted to her he like he's he's sensitive you know he's sensitive he's like they have these great conversations he's very funny he makes her laugh and obviously all these things that Catherine Keener doesn't like about him are pretty superficial and they do feel like mm-hmm. things that you would notice after being married to someone for so long and maybe not necessarily something that Eva is noticing at the beginning of their relationship but um I don't remember how I started talking about this but I do love oh because because they're being mean to him yeah it makes me it makes me cry every single time I'm like stop being mean to this man like he he is so he loves you so much you bitch but it's that's part of that's she right. made him cry in front of Tess. Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, and, and the worst part is, she made me look like an idiot in front of my daughter. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. That you you're pulled back, um, realizing people just are they are having issues just as much as you are, and yeah, it, it takes Eva to realize this. Um, not a not after a while, but I think at a certain point that Marianne infects her with with this knowledge and it, it sort of like breaks mm-hmm. the glass of of their relationship that she didn't think it was all perfect but it mm-hmm. but it sort of like ruined how how bad the issues with albert really are um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah it's just a, it's just red flags that got all the more brighter i think with albert yep. yep that um like you know like yeah like you say it's it's like the body. It's like the t- talk about his body image where you, you're not expecting that to be brought up. And once like Marianne does say it, I think it, it really hurts Eva's image, uh, of him. image of him. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. not thrilled with how much of it revolves around his weight. Around his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's something that I, I do. I feel like people bring up a lot like even people who like this movie I don't know if it bothers me but it's interesting how much it's brought up and it does feel I mean I feel like that's pretty realistic though like I feel like especially in like like I know like I know a lot of older women like this who like are like you need to lose some weight like to to, like their husbands and things like that like it's it feels it feels pretty realistic to me and also I thought it was interesting and I was thinking about this again in terms of Tony it's like Tony got so much pussy on the sopranos and he no one ever like that wasn't really like his body image was never really mm. i mean it is it, it you know there are moments especially later in the series where like he brings up like losing weight or whatever and um 
But like that's I'm gonna get you a calorie book and he's just yes, yeah, it's, and it's yeah. it really it's interesting how um obviously Sprano is primarily written by men. Um and mm-hmm. his he, he was getting all these like he Tony had many, many girlfriends. And it's interesting that in a movie written by a woman, that is something that is getting brought up all the time. I don't necessarily I'm like I'm not like this is this is more There's certainly something there. Women, yeah. But there's something there about how um you know, he was he was sleeping with all these women on The Sopranos, and was kind of like this like weird sex symbol. Not weird, but like a set. Like he he was having a lot of sex on The Sopranos, and mm-hmm. he it's not it's it's something it's a hindrance here. Like it's it's not it's not helping him here. Like it's something that Catherine Keener immediately says. She's like, I hated his weight. Like it bothered mm-hmm. me. The thing about the guac and and yeah. The thing about yeah. I do love I do love that like I yeah love, yeah it's like, pretty it's really funny doing yeah. it too like and like, you can see why that does turn off but then yeah. you also see why Marianne would complain about it so much and yep and it's it's, it's just like you're right though where it's like not that big a deal but then I think to some people it really it really breaks their their mold of like is is this enough to keep a husband for the longevity that I'm expected to or yep. is this Yep. Like what, yep. what are deal breakers to, to certain people who really totally. value deal breakers? Um, totally. And yeah. And I think like in the Sopranos, like there's many shots of Tony, like wolfing down cold cuts and it's like, Absolutely. they don't show shy all the time. <laughs> they don't shy away from his eating habits, but nor no. do they show shy away from his womanizing and to see like that dichotomy is my, it's interesting. Yeah. My, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, see the issue. The interesting thing with the weight thing is like, Yes, it's realistic, and maybe I have a problem with it because it's so mean, but it's meant to be mean. So it's one of those things mm-hmm. where I, it's hard for me to differentiate my criticism with the intention. Um, the movie's aware. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I think the movie's definitely aware. I do think... But that I don't know, doesn't mean it, it can't still bother you. It feels can't. like there's a point where they ju- it's just a little too much. It's just where yeah. it's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it gets to be a little too harsh, but... I'm not saying that it's not without its intention and that's not on purpose and it's not like they're just being cruel to be cruel, but I don't know. There's sometimes it just feels like, all right, let's come down. Like it's just so much about his weight that it's, I don't know. Sometimes it can be kind of hard to watch and I guess that could be the point, but still. I mean, that's the dinner scene, you know, with with Tony Collette and Ben Falcone where she's just like, and like they do point, like they're like, you're kind of picking on him. Like, and Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get you a calorie, but I mean, like, it's that's I, I watched know. the trailer, and, you, and that's that yeah. line is in the trailer, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like it's, it's yeah, so it's so mean that it's like, and you, yeah, you don't know how thin really that line affected. between like picking on him and and actually like, just yeah, like yeah, like, women of that age, I think are are certainly like more critical to men of that age, but yeah. you don't know how 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 much of a, of a good sense to that advice there is supposed to be. Um, and then it's taken right after Tony Collette is talking about the booger eating oh patient she has. <laughs> I know. And like, right. And it's like comparing those two, like it's, it's just so funny that it's like, it's like, here's how bad it could actually be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Right. 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 You know? And um, yeah. And that thing about the ball in the cover is just like, oh wow, this is like such a whole situation where it just realizes like every couple has their their dynamic and yep. there's just a lot of work that you have to accept everybody's yep. baggage and she sees so much worth so much worth in Albert um that ultimately I think the last 20 minutes that 
you are weeping at. I think that it is the it is the bow um, that really I think ties together their relationship and in, in with all the salt on the wounds that Eva does apply to Albert. I, I think it's yeah. just it's just like brilliantly well told and performed that it's okay it's okay for me by the end that that she can be prickly towards him and mm-hmm. he maybe can't forgive the things that she said even even if he he knows like why she said them and and it, I mean, yeah I, I guess you can claim the blame on Marianne but I think she's someone that struggled to to really like point out the things that she notices because they've done this before like with yeah. with Peter like you can see that re- why that relationship waits Peter- itself and like they're kind of picking at each other at the dinner mm-hmm. and, at the dinner you know, like the with the yeah, bread. nobody ate the bread nobody yeah, yeah, the yeah, bread. yeah yeah she's like i ate bread you know it's like it's so funny yeah. when you compare that next to her relationship with albert and like you see why she kind of is the way that she is and um i i mean i love the details also that they've been divorced for different amounts of time too because She's been divorced for 10 years and he's what he says, like four years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love how much more kind of jaded she is than him. And like, he, he, he really seems like he, he talks about his ex-wife, but he really only talks about her when prompted, um, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. Um, and I also, I mean, I, I love, I don't know. I, it's, it's, like what you said about how he can deal with some of the prickliness. And I love when you see the switch in the prickliness too, where it's like, she's been picking at him kind of the whole movie, but in a way that they're both able to laugh at. And like, you know, I love, I love after they have sex for the first time and he's like, you didn't open your eyes. Right. And she's like, no way. Like if I didn't see you, you couldn't see me. And it's like, it's, it's that, I don't know. And then there's that point in the movie where it switches over to being way more critical. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's after they have sex or try to have sex. And then she goes into his bathroom and she's like, you have like 80 mouthwashes in there. And it's like, it, mm-hmm. it's like, that's when it kind of starts being, that's when the switch happens. And I, I, I don't know. I love, I love, I love how Halal Center and how the actors portray that too. How like something like a good natured criticism can so easily switch into just like really fucked up shit to say Absolutely. To someone that you're supposed to it's so thin between those with. two yeah yeah, yeah right like what's yeah. the line like where is the mm-hmm. line is there a line like yeah yeah it's good I it's I love how it's like they get to a certain age and they don't hold back how they feel but that comes that at too. such a cost mm-hmm. um that the secrets and lies of dating and of friendship and of partnerships mm-hmm. is gone or at least like it becomes so much bigger because of this this friendship with Marianne now that she has to hide from Albert mm-hmm. um and yeah the like the sex I think is it from what we see like it lasts it's it lasts for a pretty good time but then yeah. like uh yeah it, it's so devastating when he when he asks like can you breathe the one on the top of you uh. and I think so cute when they're holding hands in bed too Avril. yeah oh oh yeah it's it's so excellent or it's just yeah there's a level of honesty there yeah. um because he's he aware of these know. things he's he's maybe aware of that he has 1800 toothbrushes too but yeah. it's more and in and, and maybe he's holding on to him for for like if 
Tess and her friends come yeah. over or something. But it's yeah. but it's like he just I don't think he's had someone in a while be that critical yep. of the person he is. Yep. And someone that wasn't Marianne. Yep. Um yeah. And like, I, I the love poet. how <laughs> the poet, the dreamer. I love how um I love the and this is, I mean, this is, this is like an extra, like, I feel like all we've done is just like talk about how incredible he is in this movie, but like he really is. And like, there's just so many layers to his performance. And I love the line between really like, this is the way that I am. And it's mm -hmm. like, this is, I'm at an age now where it just is the way that I am and the insecurity. I think he really balances that so well. Like when, when he won't show her his teeth at first because he's missing a tooth yeah. and um, it's just so, and like, you know, when he, when she pulls her shoe off and he makes that face and you see the immediate discomfort that he has. And he's like, I don't like feet. And it's like, it's, mm -hmm. there's these, there's these. In the weeds stuff. in the garden, the I, in the weeds. backyard. Yeah. yeah. And he's, yeah. He starts trying to pull them up because she's pulling them up. And it's, it's, it, there's, there's just a level of like, I mean, like we've said this before, but like the, the childishness and like the, yeah, I mean, it's, he, he really found that balance like he found the balance and um he makes it seem so natural in this where it's Absolutely. like like maybe i do buy a million toothbrushes but i'm not ashamed of that but i am a little ashamed of my missing tooth and my and it's mm -hmm. embarrassing that i breathe like this you know what i mean and it's like yeah it's i don't know he's so good oh he's so good yeah have he's so good that, have we said that already <laughs> have we said that enough yeah. yeah do we do we like this movie yeah, um do we, do we like him in this movie <laughs> I do. I I love too. Like the things that are awkward to him, but maybe he doesn't realize at first. Like the froyo, and it's like, oh my what is this watermelon? Like yeah. <laughs> these tomatoes. <laughs> oh my god! The, the, I mean, they're the first date scene is so good. Like it's oh. that's. I always laugh. That's like one of the things that I always mm -hmm. laugh at. Like what? What's the line where she goes? Eh? It's so. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about the music, like. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't turn it down, or no, I, <laughs> or no, you didn't hear me. Yeah, <laughs> they're both so, like tickled by what's going on, and like they're tickled um, by dating again, and it's yeah, yeah it, it's so it's so natural this this yeah. this whole screenplay. Um, yeah. and she's, I think, I mean, she makes movies that just that just pick they're up on these life. little tendencies with yeah. with adulthood. I think. Um, yeah, and there's behind the scenes. Yeah, seriously. And there's this behind the scenes feature out online of uh, JLD and Gandolfini and they're rehearsing the scene and they just keep breaking down in laughter that they just can't oh, believe dude. the dialogue they're saying, but it's not absurd. But I think it's it's yeah. more just like like they I, I feel like they just can't believe that they're playing these characters that are yep. so true to themselves. Like yep. um totally. You know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus talks about that she just sent a son off to college where it's like you can totally place your head into um, into Ava, for example. Yeah. But. Audience, if that's okay. Um, Nicole, I love the precision of observation in all of your movies. And I'm wondering, do you start with a conversation or a, like a moment, a character generally? And then specifically with this one, where did you start? Um, I guess I start uh, with general ideas like... Um, what if I knew then what I knew now? And I write that down, and then if that's still interesting to me a few days later, I'll work on it a little bit and um, start creating a character that's usually based on someone like me. And <laughs> thank you. 
<laughs> this is why I cast these people. And, um, uh, and, then, um, and then I start getting specific. But usually it's general ideas. But I, I, I don't usually know like, what I'm writing about until I'm done. Hmm. Yeah. And then does it, do you sort of say, oh, I guess this is what that was about, and then go back and kind of comb that through? Absolutely. Once it starts to make itself clear to me mm-hmm. what I'm writing about, um, I don't try to think too much about it because that takes away the fun. But, uh, and it's not always fun, trust me. I mean, you re- I have to rewrite it. But mm-hmm. um, then I get more specific and I, I start creating like her job. And maybe if she had that job, these scenes would be really funny. And maybe because she has that job, they talk about this. And I, it just starts. And then I mold it until it looks like a screenplay. So yes. what did you realize this one was about for you after the first draft was done? Like, What were the themes that you then wanted to kind of pick out more? Um, it was really about learning to accept someone and knowing that everybody has their crap. And it's really just a matter of whose crap can you deal with and what kind of crap you can deal with. <laughs> and um, because you can't, you can't trade pe- a person for another person without knowing you're just going to get new crap. And um, it's, it, I swear that's not a negative view. It's just a grown-up one, right? <laughs> There's a store for that. Where right. you can go, go, oh yeah, yeah. the container, container store. store. <laughs> other crap, exactly. Um, yeah, and, and um, I guess trusting, trusting my own instincts, my own voice, knowing that everyone has a past, everyone is someone's idea of hell. And you can also be someone's idea of heaven at the same time. Mm-hmm. Same person can be both. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what, we talk about this being a departure for him, but I feel like it's also not something that we've seen her do before either uh, or yeah. since i'm like how many rom-coms has she gotten to be the lead in you know what i mean and it's like she doesn't do that much film she doesn't is... do a lot of films she's a tv yeah. gal um which i and I this also like came her. out when veep was just starting i think yep. which she is like very interesting back. like she wasn't i mean it's crazy that like i feel like there are a few actresses like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like Laura Dern, like Allison Janney, like all these people mm. that have kind of in the past few years, like we've remembered how, I mean, Jane Smart too. It's like, we've remembered these like older actresses and we remember how much we love them. And we're all like, these national damn treasures, but. <laughs> they just starting, right? Yeah. She wasn't kind of, she really, we all loved her, but she wasn't at that point yet. Like Veep was really the thing that like reignited her mm-hmm. career. And, um, it's crazy how good she is in this. Like, and yeah. and yeah, it's it's very different from anything that we've seen her. It's certainly a remembrance. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she had been in Seinfeld. She had been in SNL. Like people knew that she was brilliant. New Adventures um, of Old Christine. Yeah, I was remember just going to bring that up. Yeah, that? yep, yep, yep. 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 Uh, that was like the ABC sitcom, I think. But, yes, it was. Um, pretty good. She yeah. On it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was something that, yeah, I think her and Jim had this reluctance towards the material that Hall Center just believed in them where, and they, and they just felt grateful. Them. Yes, absolutely. There's a trust there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. read I, the last scene was improv. They, they like, yeah. which is insane. I mean, that's, and like the way they weave back around, 
I mean, everything, so much of the dialogue really complements each other in this too. And I love in that last scene when he's like, you know, I finally got some night tables and like, <laughs> and then he's like, no, I didn't. It's like, that's, no, I and didn't. It's, it's like that, that it's very dad joke. Like he kind of has yeah. one joke where he like, her up and she's like, really? And he's like, no. And he does it no. over and over, but it's always. It's the thing about the basket weaving, which is yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. All the time. Okay. I literally never, I, is that's that one of my main go-to jokes is like style? no you just like fucking mowed the lawn and they're like you did I'm like no no <laughs> yeah i mean hook line sinker yeah and he pulls it off so well like it's such a mm-hmm. and it's crazy how i mean it's crazy knowing that they improv that too because it feels so it, it just feels so in line with the rest of the movie like it's uh it's so cute that last shot of them of her looking at him and him looking at her it's like so oh my god it blows my mind it's so it's just so yeah I mean like I said it's just she makes like the most normal movies um just like truly like slice of life like and even something like this that feels like a little bigger than something that she'd done before um it still feels so grounded in reality and so understated and Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you talk about when, like, not it's not the ending ending, but in the third act when her and Toby Huss are seeing their daughter off in the airport. Mm. That shit's heartbreaking, Great bro. Thing. I cry every single time. Every single time. And I love that they're. I, I just, I love how, like, warm all the relationships are, too. Like, they, they don't like each other. They, they have this, like, contempt for each other and this, like, prickliness at each other when they're at dinner, but, like, when they're watching their daughter go off to college without them, he like he hugs yeah. her and she's crying and it's so sweet. They have like, to be a like, mom and dad again. Yeah, yeah. and it really yeah. feels like that. It's like they're family. They're in that moment, like they are a family yeah. again. And they're more mom and dad than they are husband and wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they can. And I'm and I'm them. I'm not sure if Marianne and Albert will have a I don't have a moment they, like they that. Would. Yeah, I don't think they would. Yeah, I and I think that's really interesting. The two different couples. Like, you know, they all have conflicts. I mean, like, I don't know how long that Tony Collette, Ben Falcone relationship is going to last for much longer. I don't I know. But they're not. And I love that we don't know. Yeah. I love that they don't yeah. break up. I love that they don't break up, even though they don't really like each other. And Tony Collette, like, the whole scene where she's, like, talking about, here's the second marriages. It's like, and Ben Falcone's, like, <laughs> weird conversation. Like, like what the fuck? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. It's so, right, we don't know how long those two are together, but they are together at the end of the movie. And I mean, it's like what we were saying earlier about how it's not really about resolutions and she's not trying to make a grand statement about it. And there's no like, black yeah. and white, like, he's bad, yep. she's bad. Like, you know, yep. it's all... Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all messy. You can see a version yeah. of, like, the next weekend, like, Albert and Eva, like, have to listen to, like, yeah. uh, uh, Sarah and her husband's, like, issues. And now it's, like they're there to play the counselor and yep. yeah, it's, it's yep. just, you know, th- this is adulthood, I guess. This is it the relationships really we make all, all have their, their issues. And we, I, and I think Al- Ava and Albert then choose to accept each other's issues because yep. now that they're aware of them, I think. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I guess it really all does start with Nicole's material. Her writing is so, so true to life and those small idiosyncratic ways we relate to each other are so accurate and, and real and well realized. And, and, and playing this lady's buddy was a complete delight. It's so much fun to work with Julia. As um, it is with Tony. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Nicole they kind of creates other, this actually. atmosphere it's where funny. you just kind of feel free as an actor. And um, yeah. and I think that allows allows for unexpected real moments to yeah. kind of 
come about. Little treasures to pop up. Yeah. Well, I yeah. take such pleasure. I mean, if you cast really smart, funny, wonderful actors, you better listen to what they're saying and doing. That's exactly and right. Really <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She told me to do that. You know what? I just realized something. <laughs> well, no, I, what I, you said something that made me think that, you know, we spend so much time um, often in jobs trying to get to, um, you know, verisimilitude in the script. That's kind of a struggle, and then you can get there, and then you start working. That's really why we have, we, it's that, that is eliminated when you work for Nicole. It's really, you start with reality. So you really can, you can really have fun. You know, you're not struggling to kind of, you know, bring it to just this level of honesty. It's right. already there. Mm -hmm. And I love yes. how, I love how, um, I love that there's no like running to the airport moment either. Yes. It literally is just like, she's kind of stalking him and he's like, well, I do drive past your house. Like, it's yeah, like it's your house. They, yeah. They're kind of like dancing around each other because they don't really want to be broken up, but there is this like insurmountable thing that has occurred. And they just have this like quiet resolution. And it's like, it's like maybe they will get back together. Like, and maybe they will be able to figure it out this time. And, um, you know, it's, it's, I, I just love it. I just, yeah, I love how, I mean, I've said this word a million yeah. times, but I do love how understated it all is. I love how just like chill and normal yeah. every occurrence is. Even the weirder, campier, goofier stuff, um, I think is done in a, in a really realistic way here. I've never wanted to be a filmmaker, but I feel like if I were to make movies, I'd want to make movies like this. I know, or like right? James L. Brooks. It. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. It's just very. I mean, I've always, I've always loved movies like this too that are just like truly just like here it is. Mm -hmm. This is this is. I yeah, like dramedies. Yeah, I, suppose, so, yeah. I feel like it's it's obviously different, but I feel like Sean Baker does this really well too, where it's just like here's a slice of these people's lives. And here's mm -hmm. what's happening. And there's no overarching huge plot, but here is what's happening and take it or leave it. And I... Yeah, you've never seen characters quite like this that, yeah, that, that yeah. don't have movies made about them. Yeah. For and sure. I, I Obviously, it's a little different here because like we see movies about like, we see rom-coms all the time. But like, I, yeah. I just love how, how distinct these characters feel. Um, mm -hmm. They feel very lived in. It's a very lived in thing that she pulls off here. Yeah. Yeah, and I think about people like Nicole Center and James L. Brooks and Noah Baumbach, and they feel like Noah people Baumbach, that yeah. are inspired by, but don't copy exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's super interesting that they'll have like a free flowing, like like the best of Judd Apatow, like can do this, where it's like they have an expansive runtime, but I don't feel as though people can match them exactly, especially yeah. with just how complicated their characters are. And yeah, you know. I'm sure somebody's written about that idea better than I could speak it. But, but I know um, what you're saying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Another, another Dana. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Another, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's funny that you bring up the runtime. I love that every single one of Pull Out Center's movies are an hour and 30 minutes under, long. I under two hours. I fucking yeah. love that. I'm like, I God love bless. a two-hour movie. I really do. I love a two-hour plus movie, love a long movie. But I love that she consistently says what she needs to say. And it doesn't feel incomplete. Gets out. Gets we have in, things to do. Out. We're busy. People are busy. And I I do love that about her. And I, yeah. I'm so surprised. Re like, not rewatching, watching all of her movies. I was like, oh, my God, another 93-minute movie. Oh, my God, another 93-minute movie. Like, it's like, she really, she's the master of the 90-minute yeah. movie. She's she like, knew oh. it from walking and talking. Like, yep. honestly. She got it from, right. Well, 
And yeah. if anyone's looking for more short movies, you can watch Catch the Fair One, 80 minutes long Ooh. on oh, iTunes yeah. or from, Amazon to rent for $1. From IFC. And now yeah. we've come full circle. Uh-huh. And yeah. I do love that. I just, I don't, I just um, want to I, plug that movie. I think it's really good. No, oh, I, yeah. I love yeah, it. You love the direction. And I love how much Eva and Albert value their work. I know. Oh my god, I, I didn't even get to bring up his job yet. I love his like the, fake rom-com job that he loves. He loves his job. I, and that's not a real job that anyone yeah. in life has. That's <laughs> such a romantic comedy job. And I well. love that. <laughs> not, no, I'm kidding. But it's like, it's I always think of this thing that Mindy Kaling wrote like forever ago in her first book about how everyone in rom-coms is an architect and she doesn't know anyone who's actually an architect. <laughs> it's very like, funny. And you know what I mean? And I know an architect. I yeah. rewatching it. I, yeah. I do too. I my my roommate's mom is an architect, and I always am like, huh. your mom does the fake rom com job, but I'm like, he kind of has yeah. a fake rom com job in this, and so does she. Like I know Miss too. I know like, but I'm like, they both have these kind of yeah. They're not writers, they're very particular. They're, they're very particular lines yes. of work. Yeah, yes. yeah. Is this takes it. place in L.A. I don't know. Like what? It yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a very L.A. Yes. movie. Um, very L.A. Mm-hmm. movie. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Also, Friends with Money. Traveling... Friends with Money is also a very L.A. movie. Okay. Yep. I, should... I don't know yeah. of a yeah. traveling masseuse. That I will say. I don't Walking know one who just comes very... to your house with like a fucking mm. table. I I do know people like that. I my um I know I Are know you in a people. Yes, I am. I actually am, but I'm not the hair. I'm I'm like the I'm like the friend's daughter or whatever. Uh, like I'm not right. even. I'm, I'm not falling in love with anyone. Right. Um, right. I. You're the Chloe of this. I'm Chloe. Of this. Oh God, yeah. Chloe is the one character that truly. I get it. Yeah. I fully get why she's there. I just do not. She doesn't work for me at all. You're there to hang out with the friend's mom. Yes. Yeah. Which is something that I did when I was younger. Like I would hang out with my friend's mom sometimes. That actually did feel real to me. I was like, this wait, feels which character is Chloe and which one's her daughter? Uh, Tavi Ellen Gevinson. is her daughter. Ellen is yeah. her daughter, and then Tavi Gevinson is Chloe. I unfortunately Same. identified Chloe. Uh, identified with Chloe for a lot of it. Like I was, I don't know. She maybe I don't like her because I relate to her because right. I am like she's like the one that doesn't know what she's. I would a lot of times doing. feel like my friends' parents were cooler than my friends. Like I'm like you're oh, dope. Yeah. Let me talk to you for like a oh, yeah. half a sec or whatever. Totally. Uh, totally sometimes mm. it's cooler to hang out with the adults yeah adults are pretty cool yeah um i um i i did yeah i just i just wanted to yeah it's like uh ava's masseuse business reminds me a lot of um amanda pete and please give or, yeah. uh, oh gosh I'm, what does she do again it, it was she, uh well, it's like something with she's a, she's a facialist yeah she's that's like right that's right yeah, yeah. which is also a very particular job yeah. and um and also, um, it reminds me of that just be just like in, in the fact where it's like you cut to like the random clients and the things that they say yeah. where it's like not all bad, but it's yeah. like it really does take the glamour out of like the, the massage uh, um, romanticism. But... Claire is so funny in this too when she's like, yeah. when she's like, I got it at Nordstrom Rack, but I put it in a Neiman Marcus <laughs> bot. Like it's like, it's these funny little like, personalities that she like interacts with. And like the guy who has the bad breath and you know. It's that like, dude's breath must yeah. be gnarly. Rank, like she rank. like fucking almost like, like she just got her, shot. I mean, Another great JLD reaction shot is when she just goes like, <laughs> just like so so funny. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I feel like the person who like stuff. talked all like you know was the talking client. I feel like that was that could have been t- totally improvised. Like just talk about like your like your last mm-hmm. like six days, but just do it really fast mm-hmm. and really annoying. 
And she's like, yep. mm-hmm. I got you. And she freaked it. She freaked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> if a similar fun. thing like that happened with Amanda Pete and Rebecca Hall in uh, Please Give, yeah. I would not be surprised at all. Or, totally. Or it's just um, this, this idea that, that um, uh, per, per, like healthcare professionals, like, mm-hmm. I suppose like you could say, like, they just like deal with, with people talking aimlessly as if um, it brings her closer to what Sarah does. And I mm-hmm. guess like, you know, it, it kind of like bridges the gap between like someone who like, like helps work on people's bodies and helps work on people's minds. But mm-hmm. um, I do. I love but the- then, but then like the old, the ultimate irony in the movie is like, they're the ones who need like the, the person to talk to. I, I mean, know. I, I, I know. And I love so. that moment at the end where Jessica St. Clair is like, and what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And she kind of has this moment where she's like, Oh, you've asked me about myself. And it's like, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny that. Yeah. That, that's a good, that's a good. Opportunity. I love the running thing. bit of, Ben Falcone and Kendall Fee asking, "Should they get boners or something?" Oh Should my I- god, it's so funny! I, and she's like, "It's amazing." No. Yeah. And then she's like, "You're making me feel really bad about myself." Like, I love, I yeah, I love, I love that too. And I mean, that that also feels like realistic too. Like, it feels that feels yeah. Like, like people will just like ask the most messed up things on their minds. Absolutely. I was like, people would ask a masseuse that if you I want to come like, here. Yeah. I want to come on this podcast, and I want to say. Truly, I want to say, you know, to present my best self that I would not ask that question. I want to tell you all okay. that. I want to just right. truly admit that I would well, never mm-hmm. ask that question. I would totally ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I know more about the profession, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way when you're, do you, I don't well, know. Well, I have you, more respect for the profession, that's for sure. About, but about do you feel the, like you're kind of like knowledgeable about it now and stuff like this? Well, you look like you can give a good one. Yeah, I can, I can give a good fake one. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I really, I re- massage is the quote of the massage, day. Massage, yes, just to clarify, massage, massage, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, what I meant was Nicole. It, Nicole um, makes me feel very uh, like I'm familiar with things I I don't know anything about, mm. and. When I met her, I felt like I was. Fam- she was familiar to me. I think you were saying that yesterday right. too. And you know, you're sitting across veritable stranger, and I just thought, oh, there. You know, there. You, where were you? You know, kind of like this yeah. is. I don't know. She's. You you bypass a lot of preliminary stages with people you don't know, when you meet Nicole, and it's it's great because you start you kind of start from here rather than here. And it's the same thing with being in her movies. You start from such a, a competent level that you really can have fun when you're playing. You're not doing all of the, you know, just like the really early groundwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's how, um, I don't know, we ju- I just have always, I love her being her friend. I love being, working for her and, you know, getting a laugh out of her. It's like unbelievable. Right? She laughs at your stuff. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> you clear your bar. Yeah, That's I have nice, this theory so. that you sort of recognize your friends even before you know them very well. And I feel that way about your movies a lot, that these are people I, I recognize. Did you have uh-huh. that sense, Julia, when you guys started working together? How did, how did you two hook up? Um, well, we met when I, I, I read the script and immediately uh, was drawn to the whole story. And, of course, specifically to Eva, like, I just felt... 
oh my God, I get where this woman is coming from. And then when we met, as, as Catherine is saying, I had the sense of like, oh my God, um, wait, have we known each other all our lives? And um, there was an immediate uh, simpatico, uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll you would, uh, you say. would absolutely, yeah. I would ask you, that question. Yeah, yeah. It's you like would have famously uh, put your best self forward in every episode. Right, um, right, right. Anyway. That's true. It's like when people, like, when comedians always say, like, people are like, oh, tell me a joke. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, sure, there's, right. like a, there's like a reaction that people have, like, certain jobs, like, and that feels, that feels very funny. No, but just like with a job like that or like a dentist or something where just like they're on a table, you're close to them. And, and you're I just. interacting with people and they can't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm just like, there has to be one where you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like where you're, sure, yeah, but that's but but the movie is so smart that it's like you don't see like no Ava break in any moment, right? No, no, exactly, yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. The yeah. dude just has bad breath. Of, and I love, but I love that moment at the end where she like finally asks the guy to help her bring the thing up the stairs. He's like, oh shit, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, that it's is so, so true. A lot of times, people yeah. it, I, again, it's that goes back to the sincerity and the have. you know the lack of cynicism. Like sometimes people just are stupid. Doesn't mean they're bad. Mm -hmm. They're just stupid they're like and selfish. Brain dead. They're just kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're like, and I, oh shit, didn't think yeah. of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Hollow Center paints her characters with a different spectrum of unawareness that you yeah. go through life with sometimes at different ages. Mm -hmm. That Chloe's unawareness goes to see that she might be taking a daughter uh, function role from Ellen that that she may she just may not see, and she that's even know. fine. But also like. Uh, Ava's neighbor just may not see her that she needs help with the um, massage table, and yep. it's just like totally. That's that's being an adult, I guess. That it's just is like, so because yeah. a lot of times there, I think there's just more unaware people than there are bad people, and I truly believe. I, I, I want agree. to believe that. I want to believe. There's more unaware people than I think there are dumb people too. Yeah, and it's like it's like, and if you and I love that moment. I love how that moment comes full circle when at the beginning when Ben Falcone is like, you know, you could just ask. To, if he can help you and she and Tony Collette are immediately like I shouldn't have to and it's like but it's mm. like when she does she gets the results she wants and um he is very like he's like oh shit like yes I will help you and but it, <laughs> it's it's very and that feels I don't know that feels really true like I feel like you I feel like you encounter so many people like that in life where they're just like it's like you're just kind of you just kind of don't know what's going on you're kind of like just clued yeah. out and I yeah I like the way this movie mm -hmm. does that in like very, very like non-villainous ways. Like it's just like, he's yeah, not absolutely. the villain of the movie. He's not a huge asshole. She doesn't, she's not holding this grudge against this guy. It's just like this little annoyance. And it's literally because he's unaware. Because <laughs> he doesn't think. Yeah. <laughs> just sipping his coffee at the top of the stairs. <laughs> he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, yeah. Someone just needs to say the right words at the right time. And then. Yeah. Things will click. I love that. Totally, totally. That idea. Um, I want um, to say one thing about his job because I love the scene where please. they go to his his um his work and and I also love when he names off all of he names off like this what is it like the Thursday morning lineup or something and yeah. um and he's like and he's like I didn't like this but I watched it anyway and it was like it's so I don't know he's so he's so good in that scene and it's like it's so anyway I just love how. I mean, you said this, Jack, but I love how much pride he has in his work. And I love how, mm -hmm. um, I mean, and I love that moment where where he's like, I don't think, 
um, I don't think Marianne ever got what I did. And then obviously Marianne mm-hmm. says later, I don't think he ever got the poetry thing. Like it's, it's, mm. they all, they just don't this, click. They just don't yeah. click and they all have this like pride in their work, but they, they are these like very particular jobs that people mm-hmm. might not get. And um, yeah, I just, I love how, how embedded in his DNA, this job clearly is like he, he's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's taxi. That's, that's, when the dog's out, that's when the dog died. It's like, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's just That'll happen sometimes. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's great. It's, I, yeah. I just, you ever, I love, I love his fake rom-com. <laughs> do you ever love I think stunting on also it, like that? Do you ever just love like bringing up your knowledge and being like, I fucking know this shit and just stunt yeah. on someone? <laughs> it's fun. Dude, it's fun. It's, yeah. People are impressed. I easily. love uh-huh. that. I, like just, yeah. they may like someone, at, <laughs> someone's like, oh yeah, I watched Shutter Island. And you're like, oh yeah, that movie, I list all the actors and they're like, yeah, I mean, I watched that. You ever do that? And people are like, how Good cast. the fuck did you know that? Right, like, right. It is so, like, and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, it is. You fucking, you're fucking yeah. right, it's cool. Or I'll just you're name, fucking, like, random. You're goddamn right, it's cool. Right. I'll just name <laughs> random NBA players and, like, their stat lines. And they're and they're like, oh, okay. And I'm just like, yeah. It's don't... very impressive to someone who doesn't know. And yeah, sometimes some sure. people will challenge me and I will fucking annihilate them and be like, don't ever do that shit ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we should cover Shut Islands. That's a good. That's movie. a great. Movie. That's your takeaway from what I just said. Mm. No, no, I get. I know, no, it's I not. I think that that's also you. true. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Uh, no, yeah, and I think that also you know, divorce. We are different. Divorce, babe. <laughs> divorce. Um, <laughs> I think that also uh, Albert's line of work brings into the. Uh, uh, childlike innocence that we brought up a million totally. years, million hours ago, <laughs> totally. and it's this idea that I'm sure maybe he saw someone do that when he was a kid, and he's like, yep. "Damn, that's pretty cool." And like, just like has held has held this heart on his sleeve to work mm-hmm. at the museum for like television arts, and totally. and it's like just wants to share that love of it with somebody else. And I I do want to believe. He I think is impressed by it, which is so I, I yeah. love that I she think, likes it. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. she she literally asked him to like like tell uh Chloe, like she's like Chloe, name a day. Like and and she yeah. does. And she's like, I just want to show you she's like showing off his skill for him. Like it's very yeah. it's yeah. very cute. It's very Yeah. She loves it. And he just wanted to find yeah. someone who who was as impressed as he was. But he's not trying to impress her also. Like he in, No, I, yeah, yeah. He doesn't roll unsure. in there and like starts listing off yeah. these it, but yeah, he clearly these things, like but... loves this job, and it clearly comes from somewhere. And I love that he's like, I don't know what's on TV now, but I can tell you what was on TV like fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 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 yeah. Very particular in a very sweet way. And then, of course, the movie ends with "Dedicated for Jim." Oh my god! Wait, what, what else do you have to say? What else I mean, do you have to say? I don't know that song. Enough. En- Jim. Enough said. I love when people bring up music and they're like, what's more they're saying? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that song. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, I Um, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to point out the thing about his job is like, sometimes I'm just like, what if I just worked at the Library of Congress? What if I just went back to DC? And what if I just like worked on cataloging shit? Wouldn't that be dope? Does this Mm. movie make you feel like you could do that? I know it was. Just, I was watching. I'm just like, yeah. What? I just get all these like. I just have to catalog everything digitally, and I'm just like, that would just be a nice mm-hmm. time. I like doing that anyway. Yeah. 
just yeah. like, oh yeah, this TV show. That... And he's like, and sometimes yeah, yeah. I'll be um, bored. I'll just start watching shit. I'm like, man, yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds like the dream. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We can head over to favorite scene, but just a few other things I have written down. Uh, I just love the depiction of Skype in this. I think it's really funny. Oh, so uh, any anything with so Skype, cool. I think, is just like such like in a particular moment yep. of um of like a, a bridge gap but um I love that they're and also like while tony collette is at work too like it's very <laughs> is that's that work right and that red the red light like, yeah, to, yeah. Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah it's so right, go very, go help somebody right yeah. at one moment i expected so like they'll wait it's too. fine and i'm just, I, I was yeah, one, yeah, I was, sure sure yeah yeah she's one skype call away from yeah uh, refusing somebody for a few minutes um i love i I just love the idea that they went to like a froyo place because like that was such a moment very stuck in time froyo skype yep stuck stuck in time i was like i love that yeah i'm just imagining half center just looking at james gandolfini and be like why don't we put you in a frozen yogurt place? How would that scene work? And just like, I mean, it's great. Is, yeah, I, I, uh, oh my God. In that moment where, where, um, <laughs> the I tiny spoons and Gandolfini's big hands. Tiny, yeah, just... Right. His like, big, and like, you know, he's obviously, I mean, it reminded me of the Sopranos. He's Tony's constantly eating ice cream and mm-hmm. it's like, he's, he's eating this dessert. He's eating like the healthier version of ice cream, as he says. And he's like, that means like a, a bunch of coffee. The worst is, version yeah. of ice yeah. cream. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> Much, I'm glad that's not a trend anymore. The honestly. much worse version yeah. of ice cream. Fool, they fool you once. They fool, you once. They fool you once, thinking, "Oh, frozen yogurt, just like ice cream. Chump, try it." They fool you once, and then you taste it, and you're like, "No, that's not ice cream." Totally. Don't you ever? And another <laughs> great, that. great that joke right. he does that I'm totally gonna steal is like, "Oh, I don't have any money. Can you pay for this?" And and he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, really? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I have it. And it's cool. she laughs, and it's. So it's so yeah, genuine. it's so cute. It so always cute. works. Say something. Say something completely yeah. believable, and just say, "Oh no, no, no!" no it was. Yeah. Uh, it's like a bait and switch. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. always yeah. good. Don't I me. Mean, don't do it every. Like yeah. you have to. You have to. The key to that joke. Pick the right moments. You yeah. gotta time it. Yeah. His really banter well is so perfect. perfect. Yeah. Time yeah. it perfectly. You can't do it too close to each other because then it'll just be annoying. But you yep. just have to mm-hmm. make sure to just like find the right moment and just say something. And he does it in this movie. I and I respect as someone who's who does you know who plays the game like that. I respect it. I pl- the play the you game of that joke. Yeah, and Albert. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna model my <laughs> no, game but just him. Uh, yeah. so real fast, just like some other moments. I I love that are that are just they're tiny in the whole context. Um, yes. Eva calling Sarah a wet blanket. Marianne making Sarah taking off her shoes and socks when they go inside her house. Yep. Um. Tess refusing to go to the restaurant that Albert has picked out. Oh my God, that's chili. So, like it's so good. So true. Yeah. That's so like your mo- your dad picked the lamest yeah. restaurant. Like, yeah. I love how Julia yeah. later but, like talks to her daughter and is like, "Yeah, his daughter sucks," and I'm just like, yes, "That's yeah." yeah. Right. A lot of times oh, that's, that's just yeah. well, she's trying. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, yeah, people yeah. And suck. Ava tries to, yeah. and she tries to like soften it at first, and she's like, "I no, can't, she's like pretending to." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right well yeah yeah if do we have any more written down about the film yeah i thought no. everything i wanted to say as long i was like awesome. as long as i wanted to talk about his job i was yeah. like i wanted to make sure to bring up his, his job I was, <laughs> same I, I just love that he yeah anyway. clay's dream job yeah um people have called this one of the best romantic comedies of the 2010s and i think um i think that's inclined so true. to agree yeah. yeah uh yeah but Elson, do you have a favorite scene of the film it up? has to be the 
I love that first date scene so much. I love how normal it is. At the dinner? I love at, at the, when they go to the restaurant and then they go to the Froyo place, which we were just talking about. But um, I love when they're waiting in line and she's like, do you like fake boobs? And he's like, boobs? no, I like no. real boobs. And she's like, yeah, I got yeah. real boobs. And it's just, it's so, it's like, it's, yeah. it's that, that dialogue. It's that crass so, humor that it's yeah. like they find so endearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I, yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. I laugh every single time when they're just having dinner at this like way too trendy restaurant and they both kind of look out of place there and um, I love, yeah, I love how she goes into, I love how they both kind of go into that scene, like having nothing to lose. And then they end up really liking each other. And I love, you know, I love the moment in the car where she where he tries to kiss her and she's like, I don't know yet. Like it's, it's I, I just think mm-hmm. that is such a perfect first date scene. Nothing crazy happens. It is so normal. It's so funny. It's just literally, they are feeling each other out and they have chemistry immediately. And yeah, I love the way they banter with each other there. It's very So how long have you been divorced? About four years. Mm. It wasn't mutual? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. Can I have her number, please? Of course. Can you imagine the time that that would save? We should all just put a sign on our necks and write down what's wrong with us. And get it all out there. Oh, that's a good idea. What would your sign say? I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a slob. I have ear hair. You know there are things you can do to get rid of ear hair. Researched, taken care of. <laughs> so you're a slob, huh? Well, not like a dirty hoarder slob. Uh-huh, what kind? Like a normal, disorganized one. Does your daughter live with you? Half the time, it aggravates her sometimes, but the thing is she and her mother are very, very neat. Oh. As a matter of fact, their favorite store is that, um, I don't know, what is it? It's a store with all the empty, boxes in the store. Oh, the container store? Yes, yes, the container store. The store that sells crap so you can put your crap in so you can go out and buy some more crap. I love that store. I love crap. So did my ex-wife and she she puts it in lovely flowery and expensive boxes. You should know something. They have things in sort of manly designs there. Manly designs? Yeah, like rounds and little cowboy designs and... (laughs) Cowboy. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's hard to live with somebody, don't you think, really? People's habits are like... Okay, listen to this. I like guacamole, Uh but I don't like the onions that are in guacamole, so I take a chip and I swirl it around and I separate the onions from the guacamole so I can eat the guacamole. Now, that drove her bananas. I think that sounds pretty harmless. No, that's what I thought, but by the end of our marriage, it made her gag. Boy, that's not nice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have lovely hands. Oh. I thought as a masseuse you'd probably have big muscular hands, but they're very lovely. Thank you. You have nice hands too, actually. <laughs> kind of like paddles. <laughs> Did they just turn the music louder? No, I think that you just got older. <laughs> oh, um, excuse me, would you mind turning down this music a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm old. No, I'm sorry. No, you're sorry that I'm, I'm old or that you won't turn the music down? I'm not allowed to change it, ma'am. He's so nice. I find that I don't like younger people. And? <laughs> I'm sorry, I picked the wrong restaurant. Oh, I'm having a great time. This is delicious. 
I mean, I can't hear anything you're saying, but... That's probably why you're having a great time. <laughs> and it's like, because like once they build that tension to their actual first kiss, it's just... Yes. You feel... I love that they don't kiss immediately. You feel... Yeah. Yeah. You feel it's though as though it's like they're they're having their first kiss again, or it's yep. like because it's been so long for them to to yep. enter their their dating field again. It's, it's the awkward totally. it's, it's really totally it's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's so well done. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. The first day, I think it's yeah. perfect. I think mine perfect. is also the opposite of that mm-hmm. with the apology oh my that God. um it's very close that Ava it. makes to Albert that um. Very close second, I mean. Yeah, it's just it's just so raw and and oh true. God. I just yeah, yeah. They're both so yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 really one of like Julia Lou Dreyfus's best moments. It's just she's like extraordinary. a dramatic yeah, performer. Yeah, she's extraordinary. I still really wanted us to keep seeing each other. I wouldn't know how. No. I'm so 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 sorry. I know this sounds corny, but you broke my heart. And I'm too old for that shit. (laughs) And the worst part, the worst part of it is that you made me look like an idiot in front of my daughter. I'm I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. I look, I got, a, I got a lot I gotta do. Tests and everything, school. When is she leaving? Next week, school starts early for her. Yeah, same for Ellen. And when she's when yeah. she's like crying, I just I mean I said this earlier a million hours ago, but I I love when she just goes when she goes I really really liked him too like it's it's so it's yeah. such a perfect encapsulation. And her and Tess have that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her right, and I love that her and Tess kind of have a final moment too. I love that yeah, yeah. that Tess isn't a villain. And I know Clay said this earlier, but I love that there's not a villain in this movie. And I love that even yeah. like the bitchy teenage daughter is not the villain either. They just enjoy it in each other's company. Yep. It's, yeah, it's great. The person yeah. who yeah. drops the homophobic slur is a villain. I do want to point that out. Right. Okay. Amy Landecker is is the closest thing to a villain. But even her, I'm like, I know mom's like We that. have pointed this out. Yeah. yeah. Right. We like do that. know. Yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. Like I know like people who were like, I want to dress like my daughter. And um, <laughs> that was, I was like, I was like, I know a lot of women from New Jersey who are um, exactly like that. <laughs> to be clear, to be clear. Let's be clear. The Let's Jersey clear. moms the Jersey have moms. been like Not this. Not mine, but they, a lot of us. No, no, no. Shout out Mrs. Bacuro will yeah. not. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can call her Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. I just found that really funny. Yeah, I wanted to. Be, I wanted to be so like you know, <laughs> polite. Even, you know? Um, yeah. um, my favorite scene. I kind of want to just pick the airport scene again because I love that scene so much. I think great scene. I also love me some Tony Huss. You can never get enough Tony Huss. Um, great. He's a dick in this. He's a dick in this. <laughs> He's very good at being a dick in this too. But also, but also, like he's not the villain. You know, nope. it's it's more just like he. I mean, listen, Marianne and Albert and uh, Peter and Ava, they just did. They, they just click. didn't find the right match. They didn't click. Yeah. yeah. When they're sitting on the port, or I think their backyard, and like she's sitting on the steps and he's sitting on a chair. I love oh. that too. I love. Yes. 
I I know that's like the poster too. Like I mean, I think that's I think that's actually yeah. the ending rather than the yeah. um brunch date. But mm-hmm. both it's of those scenes. A great shot of them too when they're sitting they're on the so... couch together. Are you ever attracted to them? No, never. I'm sure they're attracted to you. Well, I don't know. They get massaged. Do they ever hit on you? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I can give you a massage sometime if you want. I think I might like that. But I would definitely hit on you. Well, it might be okay. Really? Want a kiss? All of their their guard is just down because they're in such an awkward mm-hmm. place. They're not sitting in like yeah, chairs abs- no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. They're just like yeah, it's in a coffee place. No, they're yeah. alone. Just like, yeah. in, in a backyard, backyard, sitting on these yeah. wooden yeah. steps. Their that are, yeah, they're not probably the wooden steps aren't probably <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Did I get the day wrong? You're in your pajamas. Yeah. I just want to be comfortable. Oh my God. It's Sunday. Such so good. I mean, yeah. we keep we keep calling out things that we didn't even mention, but like that. Yeah, yeah the brunch scene is. Perfect. That's another dad move where it's just like you have a date, you're pajamas. I don't, I don't wanna... Huge divorce energy. Oh, I don't yeah. you but I do see out. your penis. Yeah. <laughs> and he and then he goes right. and then he like leans over the corner. He's like, "What'd you think?" It's so. <laughs> What'd you think? I'm like, Healthy. Like would never do that. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. So... Yeah. It's so charming. It's, it's like, fantastic. How do you not fall in love with him immediately? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. I. I think to um, there's this interview with um, with Hollow Center and, and JLD Nikki Hollow Center, excuse Nikki? me. Um, Nikki, my best friend. And- <laughs> <laughs> you can go on, Nikki. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's and and uh, the moderator was just talking about the poster and how it's just like Jim and Julia just like mm-hmm. look great together, they just like as as the flawless. image. Yeah, yeah, it's a great great poster. <laughs> it really is a great poster, and I love. Yeah. yeah, and I love that the poster is a still from the movie. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's always satisfying. Yeah, I sure. love that. I love when you see yeah. it happen. And that's Either have uh, the poster be a still of the movie or something really il- illustrative. None of this yep, post, totally. n- none of this fucking Photoshop <sighs> garbage. I'm tired the of it. floating every, heads every, nonsense. Uh, every Marvel yeah. poster looks like shit. But it's not even oh, the Marvel so movies bad. anymore. It's fucking the Northmen. It's fucking all of this You're shit. You're right. Where You're it's right. these like towers of people. I just hate how people. busy the Marvel posters are. I hate them. Ugh, they make me so angry. I'm the like, I know. The Marvel posters like infected so much else. Oh, yeah. I know. They're the ugliest posters ever. And like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. We don't have to get into that. But yeah. like, yeah, no, I, I we don't have to get. We do not have to get into and that. And I don't want to, frankly. I don't want to. <laughs> Truly. What the fuck is that? Like, that is, and I enjoyed that movie, but it's, I, well. That's every poster uh, now. I just showed a post. Right, right. If you go to IMDb, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to IMDb, uh, you can search Uncharted, the motion picture, and you will find that poster. Um, oh, that mm-hmm. was Uncharted? Okay, see, yeah. I, I thought that, I thought that was Spider-Man. 
okay. No. I didn't even realize that that was Uncharted. <laughs> yeah. Uncharted. But that's the thing. It's not Marvel movies anymore. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's it's every studio fucking film. Yeah, even like everything everywhere all at once. It's a decent poster, but it's still that same format of like busy very busy very photoshopped very mm-hmm. yeah but like something like this i love that we literally just like see the poster happen and it's it comes at a good spot in the movie yeah good yeah either stuff. it has to be it's fucking stuff. empire strikes back like all illustrated <laughs> ralph mcquarrie or it needs to be a still yeah fucking movie got my moonstruck no, yeah, poster it's... back here i um, love i was gonna comment on it oh yeah my it's, God. i love it look at that yeah. look at that um yeah Patrick Fabian, I, I interviewed him about Better Call Saul, and he went, "Is that Moonstruck over your shoulder?" And I said, "Yes." He went, "He went, great movie." And that, I was like, "So true, King." Uh, <laughs> that must have been an insane love... moment for you. It was the yeah, best yeah, moment yeah. of my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's well, one of those I, moments I think... where you're like, "Am I fucking oh. doing this right now?" I know it was. I was like, I was like, first of all, there's a man who's who I love on this TV show commenting on my home that i live in and commenting <laughs> on my decor and telling me that he liked yeah. it i was like you know what that is i can retire now this can wind up well i know seriously and uh where we i feel like we've been blessed to have the ability to shout out so many great past and future guests but i'm going to do another one mitchell Beaupre, uh has told me before that they were in the middle of an interview and they had a drive my car poster on one side and 35 shots of rums on the other side. And I, oh, man, it's escaped me at this moment who commented on it, but it's like, you have great film posters in the background nice. where it's just like, like these cool people that you'll have yeah. the chance to talk to then um, will compliment you further on uh, your poster choice. And that's lovely. Comment on yeah. my Moonstruck poster. I did, I did a very, long day of interviews for Barry season three and the first one I did with Sarah Goldberg and she went, yeah. is that Cher? And I was like, it's Cher, girl! <laughs> <laughs> it was That's incredible. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, you know oh, what? Man. This, is, this, is, yeah. this is it, man. Work is- uh, and that was that was the way to start out the interviews. Wow, yeah, that's so cool. From the beginning. Like, yeah, it was cool. It's cool. I yeah. love yeah, hearing those like i don't know I, even just inner just inter, like good interview stories in general from people like Vin, mm-hmm. we're gonna just shout out everyone who's been on the show Vinny manicou uh, i know yeah. we're gonna run down the list <gasps> give you right yeah i start for this Cast yeah future <laughs> guest Vinny manicou so he just did an interview with uh, like hugh jackman and he said that it's one of those great mo it's it's great when you realize like in the middle of an interview that the um, the person you're interviewing likes to say your name a lot when they're talking to you. Like, well, yeah. Vinny, and I'm just like, and I'm just imagining if <laughs> it makes it more personal. I, I'm just yeah. imagining Vinny just in that moment having fucking Hugh Jackman say your name all the time, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah. I get endorphins from that, and I'm not yeah. even like, I'm not fucking like, you know, I'm not fucking Vinny. Like, that's it, awesome. It, I love right. knowing that Hugh Jackman cares enough to remember the, right. the name of the person that's interviewing him. Certainly, yeah, totally. Alison Bacuro, thank you so much for being here. Oh this God, is an absolute delight to have you. This is so I know. fun, you guys. Truly, yeah. <laughs> I love getting um, We would love to have you back. Please come back to Any us. Um, time. Anytime. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are great. I had a lot of fun. Please, um, yeah, uh, tell us about anything you have going on in TV Guide, if, like anything that's uh, plug, come plug, out plug, recently. Plug, plug. I am doing... Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> 
am doing. <laughs> uh, if if anyone listening is a Better Call Saul fan, I have been covering it pretty consistently. Um, I will probably be covering it until the end of the season. Um, yes. end of the series taking a break but i will be back during the summer um yeah you can find me at tv guide television guide dot edu <laughs> not dot all right not edu i just i do want to point out ladies uh, ladies gentlemen and non-binary comrades <laughs> that is not correct mm, it, you know what yes it's true my the website is tvguide.com and that's where mm-hmm. my writing is these days <laughs> any anyway 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 yeah. well that just leaves us oh and i am on Twitter, um uh, free that, that's where i am oh that's it right that little part yeah, yeah yeah where do you find the writing yeah. uh yeah this movie can be found on hbo max um and as well as i guess to mention again like um hall of center's television show that she partly directed Fletcher. and I think produced mm-hmm. Mrs. Fletcher's on HBO. Great show. Uh, next episode, we are doing Before Midnight with Broey Deschanel, uh, a perfect movie. And I think we, we do have to wait another nine years uh, for yep. releasing that one. We're, we're, we're going to put it out uh, for us, uh, but, mm-hmm. but then we'll release it. That was a failed joke. I didn't set that up right. I got it. Um, Clay's much better at the jokes than I am, I, I guess, I, I got as you it, can tell from this episode. Another great um, Clay's great about everything. Wrong Clay's a better comedian than I am. Uh, Clay does everything, all the work around here. Uh, yeah, I, I have writing on film at The Simple Cinephile, as well as The Boston Hassle lately. And um, yeah, it's all for me. I think... And Jack, uh, Jack A. Draper on Twitter. Uh, yeah, there you go. got it. That. I think for yeah. half the we both forgot before midnight episode, I'm going to talk about Ethan Hawke's TED Talk. I just rewatched that recently. Fucking love Ethan Hawke. Fucking love his mm-hmm. TED Talk. I fucking love that man. He's it makes it almost makes me cry that TED Talk because yeah. it's so. He's I might great. watch it again after this. I, it's you. Got, you got, no, you absolutely should. Everyone it's fantastic. walk away from this and watch Ethan Hawke's TED Talk. It's so. Oh man, just like you know, love him well. Hmm. What? Like just his mannerisms. The way he talk. Ugh. Love that man. He's the best. Ah. All right. Now I have to fucking go for my Ethan Hawke brain to ending this episode. All right. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah. Take us now. out. Take us out. Everyone can follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Clay Williams. You can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETT Pod. Uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe on any podcast platform you listen to us on to we greatly appreciate it retweet share it share us to a friend do what you got to do um send us an email at exit 2010s at gmail.com uh thank you all so much for listening please stay safe be good to yourselves donate to an abortion fund if you can um and as always we'll catch you next time on exiting through the 2010s Mm